dacha. Dachas? <laughs> they go to <laughs> Santa's? Santa's got a dacha, dude. Yeah. Santa's Dachas. got a sick dacha yeah. on deck, dude. It's the North Pole. That's <laughs> where we pull go. the reindeers up from. I think dacha might have been from the last episode. I don't know if our, our viewers know it. Oh, I've never true. seen Lost. We changed it oh. from the original three. Okay, okay. we'll get explain it again when it's ready. Did it? Did it? I don't know. No, no I can't remember. But we'll get back to it just in case. Just in case. Uh, but yeah, hey guys. Welcome to the show, by the way. Um, this is the NYDP show. Uh, that's not your dad's podcast for you new listeners. If this is your first episode, we are four friends who like to get together and drink beer whilst talking sports and whatever else we want. Apparently, geography um, before the show, which is, is amazing. I, you know, Russia and Asia, same thing. Uh, in a sense. In a sense. If you guys have a, <laughs> have a hot sports take... You can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, same handle, NYDP Show. Um, you can also email the show. Our email is nydp at gmail.com. We will be going out to one of these breweries pretty soon. Probably going to go to Knee Deep. I, I hit up John, Master Brewer John. I just call him Master Brewer. I don't think he's a Master Brewer. I think he's like the he's the taste room or craft room master. I just call him, I don't know, I, I, I want to give him that title. His master is way better than like manager or like specialist. Mm-hmm. If someone called me master, I'd be like, yeah, I'm royalty. Master, <laughs> give loans. me my land, give me my land. Master of loans, That'd king cool. of the castle, king like of the master castle. swordsmith, swordsmith, knife maker. Yeah, blacksmith, blacksmith. keel. And you know what? Keel. I think that keel is a. Acronym. It's an it's a test. It's an acronym. That he came up with yeah. It's an yeah. acronym. Um, but yeah, guys, welcome to the show. Really appreciate it. Um. Joining me is always on the ones and twos, our technical engineer, who before the show, we had a lot of technical issues. We're all now we certified. Effort, we were efforting. engineers. Very much efforting. Uh, with, with my brother's help, uh, Nick, we got it figured out. Uh, Nick Montano is who I'm talking about. Nick, what are you, uh, what are you drinking today? Today, we uh, are tapping further into the Trader Joe's treasure trove of beers that they have there. One of my favorites. Um, I had worked for Trader Joe's in the past, and this was one yeah. that I got often. The How much did that six-pack cost, by the way? Say it again. Dude, my favorite is $7 for each of these. After tax, after the bottle, it's a six-pack for $7. And it's an IPA with six and a half, seven percent alcohol. So yeah. how do you argue with that? They have some good beer for sure. This one is a Boatswain American IPA. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's good. So yeah. you traded with me. So for the people... I'm on to my brother. I've said this before the show. This was an OTS conversation, but I wanted I want this to be. You're wrong. Oh, OTS, which is on the show. So another OTS, same acronym. Um, OTS to OTS. So I'm well aware of my brother's game. What he does is is so I when he had this I had that beer that he just talked about before, and I did not like it. I was like, eh. It's not actually. It's not that I didn't like it. I just wasn't for me. I don't like like amber ales. It's an amber. So then um, right away, he was like, it's okay. I'll drink it. And then he's like, oh, you drink this one. And then, cause I said, I liked it and he switched. And then, I don't know. It just feels a little disingenuous to me. feels like I'm being swindled a little bit. Like there's a game there. I don't know. It's, there's, this is a heavy game of foot. Do you want the whole of it? I'll take the whole. So I'll take the whole loaf. I texted you. Do you want beer? <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. And what did I say? You said, I want an IPA. Yep. Right? Yep. So I go to Trader Joe's knowing, all right, well, he's going to like are both IPAs, one of these though. two. He's going to like one of these two. You didn't even let me finish before you made a okay, presumptuous I'm sorry. conclusion. I'm going to grab something real quick. I'm listening, though. And you didn't like the one. 
So I'm like, cool, let me try this other one to see if I like it so I can fill the void for myself. I'm like, I'll, I'll drink both of these. I don't care. I know Trader Joe's beer. I've definitely tapped into their inventory when I work there enough. This one's new, the one that you have. We'll let you describe it. The one you got is just way too piney for me. I am not a big fan of that. So I stumbled into this ale All right. accidentally on purpose. But and do you understand why I would think that this story well, could lead to just... Off top, absolutely. Okay, yeah, there you go. But you're wrong. So. <laughs> okay. Boatswain IPA, Trader Joe's, $7. It's delicious. It's an amber. It's flavorful. It definitely yeah, I is. I just got hit with flavor, and I was like, I don't... It doesn't go quiet. There's certain yeah. ambers that are a little bit more smooth. This is really bright um, with flavors. So Yeah. So joining like us it. again, we're really pumped to have him. Also, you can't see at home, but he's wearing a really cool Raiders hat. <laughs> Um, B Reese, Brandon Reese, no E at the end. You nope. would think again, there's no E Brandon Reese with no E. He's joining us again. Really pumped to have you, man. Uh, tell us how you're doing and what you're drinking. Doing good, man. People, they give me the look whenever I say Reese and they kind of like, are you sure yeah. you're pronouncing your last name? Are you, is it Reese? I'm like, no, it's Reese. Like, no, fuck. Yeah, it's listen. Reese. Yeah, it's been Reese for 31. You know what? Get out of my face, right? So, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, for I'm, so I've been, I took some grief <laughs> for this OTS, which was expected. So, I am drinking the Coors Light tonight, but we're going to backtrack to the, the episode we recorded last week. Somewhat unbeknownst to myself, I, I hammered down about five panics, and we're also going to... I had a, a beer and a shot with my wife prior, and I was on up. relatively of an empty stomach. So let's just say I woke up Wednesday morning in a bit of a panic, for lack of a better term. Nice. Um, Love the word. Uh, Love the word. It play. hurt. It was, I had to, to look myself in the mirror and had, you know, for a couple days and say, Brandon, you're not 21 anymore. You can't be doing that kind of stuff. Where were you tying one on at? Uh, here. Our house. Oh, here? It was, yeah, during <laughs> yeah. the episode. So I had, Seriously? A, yeah, like I was driving beers. last yeah, week. Yeah, Gleb and I rotate who drives. So I, you know, you only tied, like three, I, uh, like I think I hammered down, like I said, about five panics plus what I oh, had at home. Right. Panic with a K. Panic. Whoa. Okay. Oh, like Joe That's how they spell it. Is P P A N I K? Who makes With that? Track seven. Panic. Do they? Track seven. Okay. I believe, I believe Did they so. make that? Track seven's out of San Fran, right? Sacramento. Sacramento. So, so no, I think it's like seven, eight percent, give or it's take. Serious. But it's a good. Idea. It, you know what? I woke up and it is serious. That's a that's a very good it's word to describe. But I woke up and not to mention I had to do a middle of the night feeding with the kids. So that's when I felt the the initial onset. You stumbling and, a little bit. Uh, let's just say it did not was not a fun work day. So yeah, we man. we did again. I, I looked myself in the mirror, dig deep. Dug deep, I should say, and had to give myself a pep talk here or there. Dig Got a little up. judge from the, the wife, but life goes on. We're here, and yeah, we, we keep battling. That's a strategy, right? So, so keep battling. Caveat yeah. about that day of work is you work from home, and yeah. it was the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> that There is an asterisk there, but I did not use time off or sick time or anything i did That's i did good. work Just, you got through it did you i watch the prices it. right yeah i, I had a pretty good migraine <laughs> when i woke up too i had like one of those it was if that's the other side of like drinking really hoppy beers yeah. is you get that hop headache mm-hmm. when you wake up i'm it's okay with sharp, that sharp like Dude, frontal it's worth it migraine type deal yeah i had one of them pretty good so. right in the prefrontal yeah. Co- yeah. cortex the cortex yeah exactly. Exactly. Oof. exactly so we're here we're good though we uh yeah love the hat man thank you man i love the hat i uh i wanted to i should give you a black mic cover for that hat, oh, that's all right. a prelude like to the game. Maybe yeah, the silver the that I've got. I almost wore the I Michigan jersey because that upset over Ohio State, but I went the Raiders tonight. So, anyways, happy to be here, guys. Love, I love oh, yeah. that you're Welcome here, man. Back. So, coming to us from Russia with love, as always, is my man Gleb Nelson. 
Gleb Nelson. How you doing, buddy? Sorry, I was a little I'm, high. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Nick, um, Nick, sorry, Nick immediately looked at me when I raised <laughs> my voice. He went like this, like literally gave me the side eye. Like, hey, fucker. Remember, quiet down, a little, bit, quiet down a little bit. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What are you drinking as well, man? Um, can I say, first of all, that I feel terrible about how mm-hmm. Brandon just gets called out for his last name, just sounding a little bit strange. Like, <laughs> man, like I, I can only imagine what that's <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, having a name like Gleb, I, yeah. I'd say the number one thing that happens to me when I go out somewhere and let's just say that I tell him, OK, my name is Gleb. <laughs> They go, I'm getting sure, a sandwich, whatever. They're like, they, they give me that look as soon as they start typing it after they get to the E, like, is that a B or is that a D? Is that like B as in boy or D as in dog? And I have, so I just preemptively say like B as in boy. And then I just tell them, hey, don't worry about it. The person bringing my food either won't say my name or will mm-hmm. think that you screwed up and call me Glenn anyway. <laughs> and I don't know how many times that's happened Glenn, to dude. where yeah. they come out and they say Glenn because on a keyboard, the B and the N are right next to each other. Oh, yeah, that makes dude. it so and much they more just complicated. Assume that, it's much worse for you. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Yep. And they just come out. Uh, order for, I think it's Glenn. And then I yeah. just look at the person at the cash register because they're seeing, they're hearing the same exact thing that I'm hearing. And just, yeah. We have that and you both moment. just went through the same thing. Oh, together. yeah. How many of these people, how many wink. of you guys it at the table? It comes full circle for you every time because and, and, oh, yeah. they get to realize. Gleb's like, IG yeah. name? It's, it's Gleb, not Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> I love cool. it. It's literally his Instagram name. It's perfect. Yeah. So how many of you guys just uh, looked at your keyboard to make sure that B was next to the end? Because I definitely did. Right. I guarantee it's you people at right home. There, dude. I guarantee you the people at home listening did the same goddamn thing. Don't oh, yeah. lie. You know you did. But I believe you. I, obviously, I believe you. But then I had to double check your work. Of course, of course. Yeah, but, but, uh, so Gleb's a classic Russian name, is it not? Yeah. It's, a lo- it's, I, it's, like, our, it's like our John. Um, I wouldn't say John. I'd say the no. comparison I always give because I'm used to giving this comparison is Ethan. Okay. Everybody knows yeah. an Ethan. Ethan mm-hmm. Hawk. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a friend named Ethan. Maybe you have an acquaintance named Ethan. Yeah. Um, but it's not a name like John or Kyle or Nick. Kyle's not that common anymore. Well, Kyle's, Kyle's not common anymore. I think it will probably die off because of the whole Kyle Monster Energy drink Fair. deal. Fair. So yep. I think that women and, and couples or whoever decide <laughs> to have children, you know, I don't want to restrict it to just men, women, couples here, but couples who decide to have children are probably like, I don't want my kid to be addicted to monsters. Like, <laughs> just punching through drywall all the time, you know? Yeah, the repairs yeah, on seriously. my house alone are just not worth the name. Oh, but I kind of skipped over what I'm drinking tonight. Um, I've got a Curious Haze is what it's called. It's a Northeast-style India pale ale. Mm, that um, sounds good, man. It's 7% uh, alcohol by volume, I think ABV yep, stands for. ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Device Brewing Company in Sacramento, California. Sacktown, stand up. Yep, good old Sacktown. Got a pretty cool, uh, I like that can. cool can. It's yep. really awesome. Yeah. It's got a say. monkey, kind of like Curious <coughs> George, but he's holding up the beer. Um, Curious George got a little curious about uh, alcohol, about beer. Yep, about his hops. About some IPA. Yeah. Um, but I think I've noticed after drinking with you guys for a few Tuesdays slash Wednesdays in a row that I like mm-hmm. the, the hazy IPAs better. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's the new. It's flooded with hazy. I was just about yep. to make that observation. You're Citrus a hazy was guy. First, I'm and then definitely hazy a hazy guy. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Excuse me. I went on a nice hazy kick for a while, and I just got like I've had. I can't remember the last time I had a beer that wasn't a hazy. So then I, I'm this on one. a sabbatical. This one you're mm-hmm. drinking now. Hazy sabbatical. Yeah. Well, that was my declaration this when I was in the midst of, of the 
What are you what are you sipping on there? Yeah, what guy? are you drinking? Okay, yeah, so <laughs> why did I say that like I was defeated? Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll fuck yeah, I guess I'll tell you. Uh, so it's my turn, huh? As you guys know, I'm your host, Kai Montano, and today I am drinking the other beer my brother pushed upon me, I guess. Um <laughs> just kidding. It's from I Farm Island Brewing. Uh it's again it's six six ninety nine or six sixty nine at uh, Trader Joe's for a sixer, a Joel Embiid, if you will. And nice. uh it's really good. I liked it more than the one my brother got um, or has personally, just because I do like Hazy's. I'm not seeing any deets on it. Oh, wait, wait, here we go. It's in small print. It's six and a half alcohol, six and a half percent alcohol. Um, I don't see anything other than that. So it's where's it from? It's locally sourced and sustainably sourced as well. It's brewed. I'm not sure where it is brewed out of, but it's Portland, Maine. Does. Okay. Portland, Maine. Wow, Not okay. Oregon, Portland, Maine. Down there in Bangor, Portland, Maine. Maine. Hey, <laughs> where the the initial hazies kind of made their... In Portland, Maine? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. The East Coast. Really? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Maine, I believe. Portland, they, Maine is just the same as sunny Tennessee. You know who said that? Say the quote again. Portland, Maine is just the same as sunny Tennessee. Can you I'm pretty sure that's the same. No, it's uh, Johnny Pardon? Cash. Oh, Johnny Cash. Um, I said that to. I was gonna uh, say Charlie Day. <laughs> I said that to the, to friends of the friend of the show Ben Jarso. He listens to the show as well. Shout out Jarso, um, honey buddy. I said he's from Portland or he's from Maine, not Portland, but he's from Maine, Baltimore. Big Ravens fan, by the way. Um, I told him that line. He was like, "Oh, that's cool." That's all I got from him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that's like it's where you're from, man. Like that's like somebody sh- like singing about Sacktown. And then whenever like that, that uh, line in the E40 song, what E40 talks about Sacktown in one of his songs. So it's Tupac a couple times. And then people go, oh, you know, like Sacktown, because no one really cares about Sacktown. Mac Dre, I was gonna say he does. Yeah. Ludacris. I was by Ludacris. Do you think uh, every time nine one six comes on? Do you think Mac or do you think Mac Dre actually liked Sacramento? Probably not. There's. mm. I don't know how much illicit things I can mention, but there's a lot of mean? pimping in Zach, and he enjoyed yeah. that part of it. And there's a lot of why is it? This is an illicit show. We have the pills. illicit check mark on there. There's yep. a lot of pills and and such. Oh, I don't want to get too deep into it. That's like the other side okay. of, of that lifestyle that he lived, and that's probably why he got popped in Kansas City. Oh, because he went out there to try and pimp some hoes, and then people I like mean, you can't pimp my hoes. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, we're getting deep over here. I don't know. Well, I liked Mac yeah. Dre. Yeah. Dude, Can you imagine if he like didn't he, get? He's like got number two or three on my top top. Dude, lyrically, of all time. Oh, for sure, I mean, such no a good lyricist. He's such a good lyricist. There's almost yeah. no one that, that can handle that. Biggie. I mean, Biggie. I mean, Biggie's a little better lyrically, but I love Mac Dre. My second all-time favorite rapper. Mac Dre's catalog alone, like, yeah, yeah. It's just he's good. It, how much fi- work that he put out, yeah. dude? He's got. You know what I felt like too? Songs, hundreds of songs. I felt like it was effortless yeah yeah absolutely exactly absolutely it felt like he was just writing songs and then he was like all right i'm gonna go sell drugs now it was like he was just like it just was dripping out of his body it seemed so easy for uh him like i think it's because he lived it right like that was his life dude he didn't have to fib about it or fabricate any part exactly he probably went out and pimped hoes and then like pulled over it's like i got a good line for this shit yeah and then just wrote it down i mean a lot of it is a lot of my favorite songs are like and that's a good another good part about rappers is like that is being lost in this new music is people don't know how to tell stories. Yeah. Cause it's Cause hard. No doing you have to anymore. be a lyricist. It's not an easy thing to do and make it rhyme and rap it. Well, you yeah. Know what I mean, hundred percent. Well, I still remember going to the store. It was actually one morning in August. The legit way. Uh, what's up? <laughs> I was just about to say that. 
Get your weed from the store. Go to buy your weed from the store. The legit way. Quit driving your buckets to the hood. We're going to Burger King. And we're about to get some orange juice. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the song She Never Seen by Big by Mac Dre. Uh-huh. It was a hot night in August. Human. Human. Hit, the, hit the stove to get some OJ to shroom with. Shroom. So we were actually shrooming that day. So we literally were going to Burger King. Doesn't that feel so good? Orange juice to shroom with. That's awesome. And Messy Marv also has Wait, a why song. do you get orange juice to shroom with? They say it enhances it, right? Like it's same thing with E, I'm pretty sure. The vitamin Remember? C is supposed to release more serotonin, and it's like... Okay. Mangoes, actually, is another <coughs> funny thing with um, cannabis, is it follows the same pathways. Like, the, okay. it releases the same endorphins as cannabis, and it opens up this more receptors to THC. So, a lot of people eat mangoes yep. before... Remember that drink pop. that you used to make with the morning, morning flower seeds with the oh, orange juice? Seeds? Blue morning glory seeds? Yeah, and then you used to trip, but you throw up. It, so it makes LSA. Okay. Instead of so LSD, it's like LSD, it's a cousin, but not really. molecularly very, very similar. It unlocks the same pathways. Not as many, but the same. Yeah. Idea you remember that it. drink? We went remember to Home that? Depot, dude. Like, and we're teenagers in baggy clothes, and they probably. I told you about that. And shit, you know, and like. I told you. We I was bought like, like forty dollars worth of fucking morning glory seeds. <laughs> <laughs> they literally had this stack. It is four of us stone smelling like pot in Home Depot, like at the checkout line, and we're just like, "How's it yeah, going?" You know, yeah, and like, like, "What the fuck?" Some people are people? privy because, like, we even saw it on the um, yeah the on blog YouTube. sites, and like some of the workers are like, "No, I refuse. You're not going to guard it. Like, look at you, you know." Mm-hmm. And we've heard some people get turned down, but we just got a sideways look. She fucking rung us up. It's like, why the fuck do these guys just clean us out and of our morning? The packs, <laughs> the, you do. We got, we literally cleaned house on yeah. every pack they had. But the packs have. What was the high like? There's nitrogen and potassium, like fertilizer, on there. So you have to soak them, clean them very, very, very thoroughly. Or else you could die. And you st- potassium. Well, you could just get really sick. And I'm sure there's a certain amount of poisoning based on how much you ingest. But we well, went overkill with the cleaning process to where you just have a seed. We ground them up in a blender in my dad's <laughs> coffee grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I remember a second time we went to a party, I took the, the grinder because I needed that part of the process to a friend's house and like had to yeah. sneak it back in when I snuck back inside. And like, He's like, why the fuck do you have my coffee grinder? <laughs> pulling, pulling <laughs> it. Like, well, no, I snuck it out. I like yeah, put it in, if he in my you, yeah. pouch. You what know? would you even like, say? He would just I be was like, in the middle of like quietly putting it up and he just caught me like mid-form. I don't know what I would say. I ordered coffee. You don't drink coffee. You didn't even like You're it back 16 then. 16 you know? years old. What do you need coffee but for? It's bo- it say. was it was kind of like a mushroom trip. Um, it okay. was very much like a body high. There was a lot of visual visual things happening. I remember we were at Ashley Lenane's house, and she has like an IV wall on the outside around that wraps yeah. around the corner. And I just turned on the porch light, and everyone was like smoking bowls and shit. And it was like peaking at that point. And I just was like staring at the IV wall. The IV was, was my like jaw. My and jaw shit? was just dropped. And I yeah. just like stood there for like 15 or 20 minutes and Sean Moore came and got me and was like, dude, you've literally fucking not moved in 20 minutes. And I just was enjoying, I felt really good. And the, the awesome. wall wasn't like doing anything crazy. It was just moving. Yep. Just dancing a little bit, you know, warping and, and yeah. I just like warping loved what I was seeing. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, I want to say something before we move on to the next topic, Nick and I will be at the game Raiders, Red, Redskins, Washington, this Sunday, one oh five. You disgust me. <laughs> Insensitive scum. In Vegas. Oh, yeah. Nick is going to his first ever yeah. N- yeah. NFL game. Never yeah. been to an first NFL game, but this is his favorite first sport. First NFL game. I've been so to a Kings game. 
I've been to obviously Dodgers games and Ruben, plenty Ruben of Cats baseball games. games. Uh, Have you been to Petco? You've been to Petco. Haven't seen. I don't think I've been to Petco. We're going to Petco. I gotta take you there. You love it. Go ahead. Um, haven't seen soccer and football's next. So yeah. almost seen it's all. A great the first so game to go to. You can start doing the obscure ones like yeah. tennis, um, underwater basket weaving. We gotta go <laughs> to a horse race. <laughs> Weird ones like that. <laughs> horse, horse, horse track. So I owed Nick a ticket to the NFL game. So Why three that? years ago, yeah, elaborate. My dad is really good friends with his friend Doug. Doug is a D1 college basketball referee. He is re- like best friends. He grew up with this guy who became an NFL white hat. The NFL, the referees yeah. who wear the white hat, that's yeah. the head referees. Yeah. <clears throat> he he went um, and so this guy is single, the the referee. And I've met up with him before. We had um, that's another talk but Pause. I actually use it's another talk. He's single. We met up. No, no. So he's a single guy. This Things got weird. This is relevant to the story. So he's a single guy. 2021, man. No judgment. <laughs> he's a single guy, and basically he doesn't have anybody to give tickets away to. That's why. Okay. So he has a set of four tickets So he at every single you. game. Damn. No, but I would have for the tickets he got us. So the f- <laughs> he, gets a, he gets a set of four to every single game he referees. So we the last the first time I got – tickets it was me and my dad doug and another guy we got to see in 2000 and i think it was like 16 or 17 rams eagles at the coliseum we were on the 50 yard line very top row in the 50 yard line but it's split into two sections so the first section of the coliseum it's literally like there's the lower bowl and then there's the top bowl we were lower bowl back the very back row of it but 50 yard line so there's literally no one behind us prime it's the best seats in the house we were there so that's where I met the referee. It was really cool. I actually got to have a conversation with him right after the game. We met up and had drinks. I I was almost starstruck because, dude, it's a fuck. It's a fucking head referee yeah. of the all NFL. the times. Can you give his that name? You've won it. I can't because a lot of the things I talked to him about were strictly off the record. OTS. Okay, fair. We're strictly OTS. It's totally OTS. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I got OTR. You. I got you. Strictly, like he even <laughs> told me like right away. He was like, I I kind of like was a little thrown by how serious he was when he told me. He was like. Everything I tell you is way off the record. Made Kyle take a, a blood oath. Yeah, almost, dude. <laughs> we were drinking, like we got him pretty liquored up, and he was telling me about all this stuff and pretty eye opening about like PI That's holding cool. oh. mm-hmm. all the new rule changes, dude. He was really cool to talk to. Like, That's awesome. be a that fun conversation. So, anyways, so fast forward to like a couple years later, um, my dad again. We got tickets to the last ever Monday night game in Oakland. In Oakland. Broncos Raiders and we had great seats so Nick was supposed to go um, but I think he was like 50 50 so I said for whatever reason I was like Kyle my, my wife now Kylie was like I want to go and she was very adamant about it and I and she's a huge Raider fan that's like the only sport she really cares about she'll watch football like she's up at nine when I'm up at nine because I get up at nine to check fantasy and she's like oh the Raiders playing right now that's 10 right like let's go watch the game she's all about it so she went instead of Nick, and when that happened, I knew that Nick wasn't going to be happy. So I was like, hey, Kyler took your spot, but I will. I promise I will take you to a game. I will, I will pay for your ticket. We're it was supposed going. to be a boys' trip, and it, and it didn't work out that way. We, we, I was like, we're going to the game. It was supposed to be my dad and my brother. My dad pussed out, and he's like, no, I don't want to go. But then, So now it's my, my wife, Kylie, who's a huge Raider fan. She really is. She knows her shit about football, and then my brother. So we're taking him to his first ever NFL game. And we're going to a tailgate, and we're going to do it up. Very excited for this weekend. So if you are, for the listeners out there in Vegas, 
come say hello to the NYDP. Half the NYDP show. Come say mm-hmm. hello to us. We'll sign the Hell autographs. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Five dollars an autograph. Uh, yeah. So we're I'll very talk about craft beer. Yeah, we're very excited. <laughs> Nick's probably more famous than I am. You no. know, I don't know. Nick's Nick's known, yeah, I, and I he's would. single. You're single. Very true. Yeah. Yep. We got to get the name out on there the in Russia. Apps. If anybody's on Hinge, Bumble, <laughs> look out for Gleb. Oh, let's. Well, you know, that's our next segment. Next show, we'll do uh, single life. How's the single life going? Dating apps. How's the dating? I can life? just give you a one-word review, pretty much every day. Just terrible. <laughs> Well, you I'll can tell me about some crazy conversations. They they don't last any longer than, hey, yeah. what's up? That's your, you're, you need How's to be it going? a little bit more. And now all of a sudden it's been three weeks and I haven't got a response from what's up. So there yeah. you go. Welcome, okay. welcome to Hinge. Welcome yeah. to Bumble. Good times. Good so, times. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm really excited to match with this girl. And she didn't reply. Okay. And the timer's up. All right. Well, <laughs> all for right. for cool. any of you ladies hours, listening uh, cool, 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 cool. out there, we have two no very doubt, attractive no hosts here. Gleb's a... Russian man, hardworking, great job. And my brother, same deal. The better looking of the Montana men, obviously. So if you're if you're looking for, for a man, look no further than one of these guys. It's like the bachelor. I feel like I'm I'm Chris Harrison here. This is awesome. Just um, just come to one of the, the come to one of breweries. our offsites yeah. and yeah. come yeah. have a chat with yeah, them. The They're good we'll, guys. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll holler one time. So um before we proceed to our next thing, we're gonna talk about the MLB. I wanna talk about uh our one of our first sponsors, which is uh Montano Paintings, my dad. Uh he does commercial and residential uh buildings. He also does a little bit of carpentry on the side. He's really good at uh cabinets. His cabinet work is ridiculous. He's really good at that. You're gonna need to elaborate on that. He doesn't build cabinets. <coughs> he doesn't build he them, but he like finishes them. Like if you look if really you, nice. Yeah, that's yeah, a craft. You, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a guy that we work with often. His name's Dave. I don't have his business information, and we can work on that later. But he, we work with him often. And he's good. Serious he's, craftsmanship. He's good. Anything you need done with your house, he not only will. He's he's got a guy. He's like one of those people who has a guy for everything. So if you're if you're looking to remodel your house, set up my dad. He'll he'll give you a nice walkthrough, and he'll give you a, a very competitive offer. I'll say that very competitive estimate. Always competitive. Uh, hit him up. At 916-871-0473. Ask for Chris. You can also check him out on Facebook. at Mon- It's a Montano Painting on Facebook. I don't think he's on Instagram, but uh, definitely Facebook. You can check out his work there, too. Again, 916-871-0473. Chris Montano Painting. So uh, we've had an eventful week Ooh. in the MLB. And um, I'll get into why I think that we had a really eventful week. So... The first thing before we get into, I think, even bigger news is uh, the signings that happen. Um, who do we have? We had Robbie Ray signed with the uh, – who did he sign with? Mariners. The Mariners. Uh, Scherzer signed with the Met, or the Mets. Yep. Uh, we had my boy Seager. Oh, not my Corey. Oh, not my Corey. Signed with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sim- Simeon or Seaman signed with the Rangers oh, as well. Oh, boy. Sorry, Gleb. <laughs> Um, I believe it's Simeon. Simeon, <laughs> I think you Simeon. got it right the first time. Simeon. Yep. Is it Simeon? It's, yep. it's Simeon. Mark Simeon. I would okay. definitely think it's not Simeon. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely not Simeon. It's okay I know if it's Simeon. Sure. Okay, grow up. You know, it's just Simeon. So then, uh, who else signed? Who else? We got any other big names? Oh, uh, the Giants re-signed Alex Wood and uh, Scalafini. Yeah. And then also Which got one? the big name uh, Alex Cobb. God. That's a big name. Good to uh, minor league contract, Rich Hill signed with the Red Sox. Boston. Good on them. Corey Kluber signed with the Rays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kluber with the Rays. Knievel. 
Um, the Rays traded their second baseman as Wend- well. Wendell, right? Wendell. To the Wendell's Marlins, gone, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow, so I didn't even hear about that. Red Sox also Very got another lefty. They signed Big Maple, I believe, too. So bringing in the veteran Southpaws. Yeah. Nick, who's, who signed uh, Corey Knievel? Oh, you just said that. Did you not? Corey no, Kniebel? Cl- Kluber, I think Kluber. Leb said yeah. to who the did, Rays. Who did, uh, Phillies? went to the Phillies, I think. Phillies, I think. Year or something yeah, like that. that's a good deal. Knievel was good. He, um, he really helped our, our rotation. Yeah. So then it was just announced earlier, CT3, my guy. My new favorite Dodger because Corey Seager's gone. That was my favorite Dodger for a while. As soon as he, mm-hmm. I saw him play the first time, his first game I watched him against the Padres. He got that double in his first at-bat. I was like, I'm hooked. I love this kid. He's a good-looking cat. Hits doubles like a swing. So then I bought a Corey Seager jersey. I have two Corey Seager jerseys. Oh, Fuck, yeah. am I going to do with him now? I mean, I no. He you, he contributed. He got an MVP. Yeah. He's got the, I know. the, the No, he had an NL Rookie of the Year in 2016, but he I was he third MVP in MVP voting oh. the same year. World the, Series the MVP, though. Yeah, World, World Series, Series MVP. MVP. Obviously, he helped us win a World the Series. The more important of the two, I would say. Yes. I mean, that's some good lineage, though. Kyle Seager ain't no slouch. Dude. He put, he's put up some solid yeah. numbers oh, in yeah. Seattle. He's pretty... They I mean, both departed this year. You know who He left Seattle. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's unsigned as of now, but, I mean, they had a pretty emotional farewell. There's no way he's going to get signed. He gave a lot. He's, good. he's not going back to yeah. Seattle. You know who's got a really good lineage is this is the Peterson family. Jock Peterson. You got Jace. Yep. Um, Are they played younger? another guy played in minor, but his sister, I think, is on the Olympic soccer team. Yes. Okay. yes. She's nasty. She played four years at UCLA. He That's went strange. to the to the games, and I remember seeing him yeah. like stream it, and I was like, wait a minute. Really? Yeah, his, his sister's sister really good at soccer. Good she blood. was on. Good she she made um, ESPN top ten for a play she made at. Um, UCLA, she like crossed this girl up, and the girl like broke her ankles pretty much. Looks like she actually tear, tore her ACL like that bad of a Damn. juke. Okay, that's pretty hardcore. It was pretty sick. I'll I'll try and pull it up, but yeah, good lineage on the Peterson family. Well, and, and so. I know I know that it's not uh it's not baseball, but I was always amazed by the lineage of uh, John Jones and Chandler Jones. No kidding, man. Oh, the, and there's and another the one. There actually there's brothers. two brothers in the NFL, and then there's John Jones. That's absolutely all insanity. three of them are world champions. Yep. Yeah, I, I truly wonder yep. how how large of human beings their, their parents, parents are. Are the other two pieces of garbage like John Jones is? Or no, they're good people. Okay. <laughs> no, they're good. <laughs> I'm just curious. No, if Ch- it, that, Chandler, I mean, too, he you know? was a patriot. Chandler, John, and, and now he's, he's like on the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. And I feel like he wanted to get out of the whole Patriot way type of thing. It's I too want, bad. It's a good team you right now. To be a specific. I mean, the Cardinals are a good team right now. Did you see Bill Burr on – the McAfee today? No, I did not. Loved it. It was great. You're a McAfee guy. I do. Pat He's is great. I mean, look, he destroyed the model of what it is to be, and for us especially, like, yeah, it's it's nice to see that it's possible, you know. Yeah. So, out of all the signings, um, do we have? Do you have any other ones to add that we? I may have. I missed? was going to add a couple. Um, okay. Melanson went to the Diamondbacks, which is oh yes, 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 that's a good signing. But why would he go well, to the? I don't Diamondbacks? know. That's I don't know why he would go to that Money. worst team. The <laughs> worst Money, team probably. in the league last so, year. Two years, fourteen million. Stroman went to the Cubs today. Yep. Oh yeah, that's. I a good will sign, say yeah. my favorite signing, kind of under the radar. Uh, I really wanted the Giants to get this guy, but John Gray from the Rockies. Oh yeah. Went to the Rangers, I think, on a four-year deal or oh, so. Shit, the Rangers are kind of look going at this right. guy's fucking stats, dude. He pitched in Coors Field. I've had him in fantasy a couple years. A great rotation piece. Uh, a very under the radar, great signing for um, the Rangers. And they also drafted what's his name, Jack Weeder. So a good locker room presence. But again, that that's probably my favorite signing. That's not one of the big names, just because I think it's going to be an immediate contributor. Um, goes to the ballpark at Arlington. I would not deem that a 
pitchers. Well, park. It's, it's pretty it, deep. It isn't used it? to be the ballpark in Arlington. What is it now? now I'm not old. I'm not um, field. Okay. So actually, life, yeah. a lot of people. This was highlighted in 2020 with the COVID year. A lot of people did not like that stadium. You know a who does like people. it? It's Corey Seager. Yeah, well, look at his hot. stat line at he that, was that hot stadium. Out there. I think yeah. so. The reason why Corey Seager went there is he has a really close relationship with Chris Woodward, who used to be the Dodgers bench coach. Um, actually, during his two best years that he had, 2016 and 2017, and then um, they just hired Corey Seager's favorite hitting coach as well. They stole him from the Dodgers. They paid him. They doubled his salary. Okay. They they that's what that's they a did. very Dodgers thing to do. <coughs> oh, what are they paying you? Yeah, we'll double it. No, the Dodgers didn't do it. The Rangers, the Rangers did it. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, the they Dodgers thing to do. Yeah, so they pretty much are. I think that it's they gonna out be hard. To, the Dodgers. Yeah, that's tough. that's gonna be hard to do. The only people that have out Dodgers the Dodgers to my ex- knowledge now have been the Giants so yeah. far, because they're really they're they're copying the same blueprint that or blueprint that the. Um, that the Rays has started, that Andrew Friedman started with the Rays, that has now carried over into the Dodgers, and now has carried on to the Giants with Far- Farhan. Farhan, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of that going on, but uh, yeah, that was a sad day. Like I saw Corey go to the Rangers, and I kind of had a good feeling that, that would happen, but it was still really sad because Corey again is my favorite Dodger. I love Corey. He's so Seager. good. So it's like Dad with Ron Say, Nick. That's yeah. how it was. Yeah. Did you guys see the thing with uh, it was on John Boy? I know you saw it where the guy was basically mocking the Bellinger and Corey Seager locker room interaction. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah. This is spot on. It's pretty solid. Just yeah. two surfer dudes. What? You going to, to be what? Texas <laughs> to be a Ranger? Dude. I'm definitely not going to miss this part. Dude. <laughs> but I think I didn't mean um, to cut you off, Rob. I'm sorry. Out of all of those signings, I mean, who does everyone think is the best? Uh, you know, if you want to throw in the worst instead of the best, I mean, what's what are the signings that really stand out to you guys? I think uh, the Mariners got they're finally got a true ace uh, that they've been missing. I think they have a good bullpen. And I mean, they've I've had heard, fe- they heard, had Felix. I heard whispers that they're going to resign. Did Kendall Graveman sign again with the Astros? Did he, he resign? Signed. He didn't sign for the Astros or the Mariners. I forget uh, who he. Signed I was hoping. With. I think they're. I think the uh, the. The Chai Sox. The Chai Sox. Yeah. Oh, shit. They, they got so Hendricks. They're that's not the Chai gonna, Sox. Kimbrel's going to go, yeah, right? Probably going to lose Kimbrel. But that's but, I mean, not. That's the, pretty badass. That's not their problem. Their problem is they need to hit the ball. 100%. That's their problem. Um, so, um, I don't know, man. I will say Robbie Ray is probably, to answer yeah. your question, is probably my favorite because the Mariners, again, like I said, have, ha- haven't had a true race since Randy Johnson. In my opinion, Felix, no, don't, Felix don't was good for a couple years, Felix Hernandez, but Randy man. Johnson was like the true workhorse. Um, Felix was good, but I mean, he only had one good year. Think about it. He only had one really dominant year. I think Robbie Ray's an innings eater, and that's what that team needs. They have good talent on that team. If they can get somebody who replaced them at third base, that's a good team. Hold on, bro. We cannot just say Felix Hernandez had one good year as a Mariner. This I guy was a perennial fucking agree. stud, bro. I cannot agree. Didn't he have, he was so he so only good. had one. He, won, he had a Cyan Cy Young. Young. He, he had a perfect game. He was absolutely yeah. dominant for the Mariners. One out of every yeah, five games. 100%, dude. But the Mariners that just only have year, sucked. Yeah. I mean, they had yeah. a whole whole section called the King's Court dedicated to him. I, I'm not yeah. denying he's a good pitcher. No, I'm I think saying he's not. He's not like... Top tier. Okay, how about I say this? Since like feel, I'll change my wording. Since Felix, they haven't had, which has been a good oh, ten yeah. years. Think about it. They haven't yeah. had a dominant ace or a guy who can eat innings. And I think they got a good one with Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, they had Paxton out there, and then they just, James. They, just they got rid of him. They had my boy Hisashi and, Iwakuma for a little yeah. bit, who actually threw some nastiness. Yeah, that's, that's he had good, good pit, but his problem Forgot was is he guy. couldn't locate well. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was his problem. But he was really good in Japan. He's, yeah, he's just slinging that God, thing. He's down good. There, there's this new kid. Okay, there's a I new kid, and he's 18, and he's the next Shohei without hitting the baseball. He's like that. He's talented on the mound. He's really good on the mound. Like, oh. So what do you mean by next Shohei? Because when just I think like next Shohei. like 100 miles an just hour. Just because he's Asian and throws the ball hard? Is that it? Okay. Does but he no, hit? he's tall in stature, like tall and lengthy, okay. just like Shohei. Yeah. Gotcha. He looks. Okay. He's got the same, like, um, like build. Same build. Yeah. I'll have to. Oh, shit. I deleted my Instagram. I have him saved on my Instagram. There's several highlight videos. I've, I literally labeled. A, a saved section where you can save videos. The collections, I, mm, yeah. His section. What, because team, he's what so, team is he on? Do you know? Probably the Carps. I mean, that's where all the talented guys are at. They're always on the Carps or the Giants. That's Japan? That's in J- the Japan League. Yeah. So um, I was trying to look. I, I'm going to go ahead he's and really chime good. in with my favorite pickup mm-hmm. yeah. while while we kind of look yeah, into Gleb, that. Yeah, what's, what's your Give us your, your guys that you liked. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I mean, I know this is such a homer call because I'm a big A's fan, but Marcus Simeon, oh, he's yeah. coming to the Rangers. Off. He's going to the Rangers. I know that Seager um, defensively maybe isn't the strongest shortstop in the game. I don't know if he's for sure going to be playing shortstop for him. I honestly, um, honestly have I liked him plan. a lot better at second base. Mm-hmm. Um, he seemed to be a little bit more comfortable playing from yeah, there, but yeah. it just depended on what the, what we needed that game. But I agree, defensively at short, just seemed a little different for sure. Yeah, but Marcus Simeon to me is going to be the biggest pickup for the Rangers, even bigger than Corey Seager. I think that Corey Seager is absolutely going to dominate offensively in Texas. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that's really going to change a lot of the way that we see Texas because they've been a bottom feeder for I don't know how many years now. I think the A's ever really since slipping. they made the World Series and got raped. Who oh, they get yeah. raped? Giants. Well, yeah. no, and then they then they lost to the Cardinals in oh, the yeah. heartbreak. The next oh, very next year. Yeah. That was that the year. most that was ridiculous they up game. Two games six. to nothing. Mm-hmm. They were up three games to two, and they had <laughs> a. Um, let's see. I can't. I think that they were up one or two with two outs to go or two outs in the ninth inning in St. Louis. And then David Freeze hit the, oh, the double that's when he oh, went, or yeah. the triple okay. Freeze, His in, was over crazy. Nelson Cruz, which I'll just say <laughs> I've never played baseball in my life. But when I think of no doubles defense, Nelson Cruz was not playing no doubles defense. No. Or he just should have been taken mm-hmm. out at that point. Yeah. But and then after that, uh, Hamilton hit a two-run homer in the tenth inning, and yeah. the Cardinals came back and tied it again before Freeze hit his walk-off homer. Just an amazing, amazing. Remember Hamilton, game. dude? Those I was just gonna say those Ranger teams are pretty filthy. Remember well, Hamilton doing blow with Ron Washington, getting <laughs> caught, dude. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. I'm just hey, saying. Hey, hey. hey Ron Washington just got a World Series ring. Allegedly. So Allegedly. Well, Allegedly. That's, that's to me, I, I was literally going to bring up that guy, Ron Washington, with Marcus Simeon because his first year in Oakland, he had just made the switch over to shortstop. And he had 39 errors, if I'm not mistaken. The most errors in the big leagues at shortstop. Everybody was saying, man, that guy's a terrible shortstop. He should not be playing there. Whatever. He worked every single day with Ron Washington worked his ass off became a potential gold lover to the point where 
I could be wrong about this, but I think he either was a finalist for the Gold Glove or won a Gold Glove recently mm-hmm. in the last few years. Simeon did. Simeon? Yep. He was a finalist when he was in Oakland. Okay. And now he's switched over to second base in Toronto, but you'd like to think that he can play either second or shortstop um, for Texas. Corey Seager can play the other. And, man, Simeon can hit the shit out of the ball. And that, to me, is a big pickup. Yeah. Seven years, 175 mil. Worth That's it. a good pick. Okay, that I got transitions you. transitions right into – I'm going to switch it to – I think who did the best so far to this to this state is the Rangers. I mean, yeah. hands down, you look at that. You had to spend money, man. No one wants to go to Texas. They're looking well, solid. Go and Texas. we spoke on the Braves when it was time to pull the trigger, and we're thinking they're going to clean house and sell. But they went they didn't. and bought. Opposite and bought, and bought And they got the right guys to make a push. And I firmly believe that the Rangers are in the right place now, today, on December 1st, 2021. That can change very, very quickly. Um, yes. So we'll see if it shifts and favors anyone else. But I think right now, up to today, that team has done a lot to really benefit in the right ways for that for what they need, for sure. Yeah. What about you? Who did you like the most, uh, Brandon? I, I really liked that John Gray signing to Dude. echo. Oh, you already said that. Already, I did, right? but okay. I, another there's a couple of big ones we forgot to talk about. Javi sure. Baez to the Tigers. Yes, which, yes that was good. Hey, I called the Tigers spending. They're, they said they're yep. not done. They said that Dude, they may even go after uh, Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. I said this before, too. Look at the, Ooh, the farm nasty. system rankings. They have the strongest minor league system. At least They're they, going to make trades, too. You know what? Yeah, I think they're actually on too. the up and up. So shout out to the Tigers. Before, before the season starts, we can do um, – Guys that we think could could be traded at the at the trade deadline. Deadline like predictions. Pre pre preseason deadline prediction. Just because. Did you hear about um my guy? The the Dodgers are in talks with Freddie Freeman. Oh my god. Uh, I don't think he's gonna leave, man. They're having. They That's were in really talks this leave. morning. They're talking to Freddie Freeman. The problem with the, okay, so the it's not gonna happen. Uh, it's not gonna happen for a while because of the. This is gonna lead into the talks. <clears throat> so the first problem with the Dodgers, I'll tell you this, is that Trevor Bauer contract has not been decided yet. We don't know the what's going to happen with that. He got activated, what, two last There's two problems. Last month the, Dodgers two aren't, the Dodgers aren't going to do anything until the MLB tells them to. Mm-hmm. The MLB isn't going to do anything until the deadline. No, until the DA tells them what they're what he's going to do. The DA is taking his sweet time because the DA is waiting for new more evidence. Is the case still more pending? Evidence, the police case? It's still pending. They haven't decided if they're going to file criminal charges yet. So if there's no criminal charges, then there's he nothing can, the MLB can, can do. Yeah. yeah, he'll be suspended maybe, maybe 15 games. I think that. the longer it gets prolonged, the more it favors Bauer as well. 100%. Yeah. What is it, 100%. 30, 30 million a year? Yeah. 40 million a year. Uh, oh, my God. So the problem—that's the problem—and and so if he does get criminal charges filed against him, the Dodgers are void. Yep. They don't have to have him. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. The number two biggest thing—I would actually substitute it. I'd put Bauer number two to this: is that the collective bargaining agreement, as um, I don't know if anybody's heard, is going to is going to not be signed for a while. It looks like we're going to a lockout, which mm-hmm. is not. I don't understand why they're going to a lockout. It Honestly, is official, by the way, they are. It's official, out. so I don't know why they're going to a lockout because you're going to lose not millions, billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. They lost billions of dollars during the pandemic. You're gonna. It's going to be the same deal. You're. You're not only. Um, you know, not know? having baseball. You're not having fans. You're not. There's no baseball at all. There's no. 
There's no nothing. He's the worst commissioner in all of sports. Oh, Rob, he's Hate fucking man, terrible, right, dude. dude. And do you, there, it do you started, know the demands that, that caused this? The main demands, so the biggest thing that the Players Association is pushing is a floor, a spending floor, meaning MLB franchises can't uh, tank and not spend at the same time. Oh, Meaning, so more of a bottom and not a cap. Yeah, so they want to make sure that there's there's no there's no um, salary cap in baseball, mm-hmm. but they but, want a salary floor. Meaning you have to spend this amount of money every single year towards players. You have to give it in your salaries, and I feel like that's a pretty decent gripe because if you think about it, these these franchises that tank all the time don't pay their players at the same time. You mm-hmm. have a payroll of like ten million, and you have forty guys on your roster. You're sure only paying all those guys. Uh, ten million dollars. That's happened. Scherzer's salary is more than the Orioles' entire spending. Exactly. It was like four franchises. I saw that too. And what that does is a lot of people are like, "Oh, who cares?" Like, here's your argument: is, "Oh, who cares about that?" What? Why we care about that is because that's bringing down the salary of everybody else Mm -hmm. in the league. Because the way that you negotiate is, you go, "Okay, here's the average annual salary by position, starting players at your position." Well, if one guy is only making the league minimum. That's bringing down the rest of the average significantly. Significantly, yeah. so if you can bring up the yeah. average, then more guys are getting more pieces of the pot. And these owners, by the way, are making hand over fist money. It's insane how much money these guys make. Even the owner of the Athletics is making an incredible amount of money. So that's the main gripe. Uh, now on the MLB side, they want to institute um, a, des- a, a an all around designated hitter. Um, that's huge. Um, more testing and more um, testing surrounding like baseballs. And um, they want more transparency. Uh, the players also want more transparency on that testing. That's huge as well. Um, well there's they just already also want um, <coughs> expanded playoffs. Expanded right. playoffs is happening for the MLB. So the MLB wants more games, but they want more games just like the NFL, dude. They want more games, but they don't want to pay you more. I'm going to have you, I'm going to play if you play more, but the average annual salary is not going to go up. That's like your, well, your welcome to America. That's like your boss <laughs> yeah. telling you going into work. You're a forty hour week, forty hour work week guy. Go in, boss is saying, I need you to work forty eight. Okay, where's my raise? Eh, you're not getting a raise. But in actually, fact, you're you are going to get taxed more on that. You're so get taxed more. And welcome. And you're gonna work. You're gonna get paid the same amount. So if you get paid sixteen hundred a week, uh, you're gonna still get paid sixteen hundred a week, but you're working one extra day. Yeah. And I, I think same, same I think principle. people in the working class can definitely understand that because how many people have taken a promotion? Or have taken on yeah. added responsibilities and have gotten almost nothing for it. Yeah, because of the added tax. Or the raise is, is less than specifically here in California. It, yeah, it's a <laughs> it, it's a constant fight, man. And yeah. I think when it when it comes down to it, um, something that you mentioned at the beginning um, of what you just said, definitely, I I agree with you on. They're gonna lose a lot of money here, and yeah. that's why I strongly strongly doubt that they're actually going to miss any games. I would be absolutely shocked if we're talking about this again in yeah. March or April and we're saying, oh, wow, there's still a lockout going on. Yeah. Because everybody lost a lot of money with COVID. Everybody, oh, big time. I think the, that to your point, so I think they lost, um, as a collective whole, $11 billion yep. from not having a full season during COVID. If you're an owner, are you actually going to go ahead and just like seriously – play that game with the players to yeah. where you get more beer you're gonna go ahead Thank and just want. say thank you hey nah nah never mind like you guys don't have to play we're <laughs> for sure we're gonna lock out for another year not a big deal after that covid year yeah, yeah. because you know that they had probably <coughs> some good increases this past year 
Yes. With everybody coming back to the park, with everybody, you know, ultimately. Um, oh, something happened. A- everybody ultimately um, getting past COVID for the most part. Yeah. Um, in a lot of different places. And even places like, let's say, like California, like Oakland, San Francisco, L.A., making great attendance. Yeah. Um, not just in Texas or Florida. Thank you. Say where the regulations are a lot. It's just funny because it's less. it's rich guys fighting over money. Yep. Yeah. It's literally rich guys fighting over pennies on the dollar. Well, all all you're asking is just like, hey man, just spend more money. And here's the here's the big argument for the players. I side with the players on this. I am a player guy. I don't feel like the owners are in tune with the everyday man. And they're not even in tune with the players because no. think about it. The players are making thousands and millions. The owners are making billions of dollars. There's a big gap between yeah, that. Tens so of millions, hundreds of millions. Where I'm going with this, I guess, is is if you spend more money on your product, more people will come and watch you play because you're spending more money on quality play. Players are obviously going to work harder if you're going if you're incentivizing them to do so. Rather than get them giving him just like bread and water, if you invest in your players, they're going to perform for you. And the biggest—I I hate to be a homer, but really, the if you look at the Dodgers, man, the way they've done it when the, the new ownership group has really taken over. So <clears throat> when the McCourts owned the team, it was—it was a shitty situation in LA. The Dodgers were not not a good product. The players didn't want to play. The players weren't even getting paid. They didn't really even. No care one about even told that. So the, there was either they were really yeah not the, respectful for the, the players. Fans and their demands were either. owed money for a month. The ownership was behind on salary payments for a month. So once the that's new, crazy for a team like the Dodgers. Exactly. And that was part in You're part worldwide due to known. their divorce, if I'm not mistaken. It was, and right? there was some mm-hmm. in sideways embezzlement going on with them. Of course, who were using uh, team funds to fund their own personal frivolous needs. They would just go on vacations or whatever. Had so to go buy a yacht. Yeah, I gotta buy a yacht. You know, that's you know, rich people problem. So when the Guggenheim group took over and Stan Kasten led this, the first thing he said was, I'm gonna invest in player development and I'm gonna encourage my players to be really like the best they can be. They put first one of the first things they did, obviously, besides putting three hundred million dollars into the stadium renovation, by the way, which is crazy, is they put another three hundred million dollars into player development and the brand new gym and a brand new player care center and mental health advocates everything centered around the players they hired more personnel so instead of it'd be like you know in california how we have a problem with too many kids in a classroom 45 kids to a teacher it's like if you cut that in half now it's now it's 20 kids per teacher that's what the dodgers did with personnel they made it like three players per personnel if you need somebody to reach out we're right there so and that's that's evident ever since the guggenheim group has taken over they've either been in contention or have won a a uh, division title it's and, and that's uh, the proof is in the pudding for yeah. me you can't keep going on and saying i don't want to spend money until my players are good well your players are going to be good once you spend money even to the manager's point like dave's pretty good about quality of life and making sure like are you good yeah right, cool well we can just rest you and that's another benefit of having the money to spend on players because there's a guy there to take over like a gavin lux or somebody that needs to fill the rotation spot or we can put Chris Taylor at center field if we need to anything like that. Yep. I feel and like Chris Taylor's a guy. Remember Mike Cameron like early 2000s when he played mm. one position like all nine. I love Mike Cameron. Well, that he played every position on the diamond though. He rotated uh-huh. every any, Look it up. Yep. 
If you let Chris Taylor he's do good. that, he's that guy. He's a giant I like CT3. That's my yeah. next jersey. Yeah. CT3, man. You know who is the biggest loser? Before we go into our my favorite, my new favorite segment, which is Russian Word of the Day. I got one more signing there. Okay, give Shout me your one more signing. One more MLB signing, I think. Go ahead, It's going to be fantastic is the Mets spending money, but Starling Marte, that's a great fit. Who do they – who who He went to the Mets. So oh pair him God. with Polar Bear, Lindor. Yeah. Um, How about they got Mark rid of Hobby And Mark Canna. I, I was – we're just – the A's last couple of – Weeks have just been. Who's the other guy? So second base or the first, the second baseman for the for the Mets? Polar Bear Pete. No, that's the first baseman. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Michaels or something like Michael. No, it's well McNeil. McNeil. McNeil had I a believe, good year last dude, year. Dude, he's another stud. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the guy Lost I was thinking Baez. about. That's a good. Yeah, I think that was good yeah, for the team though. I don't think Baez mixed well. I don't think he did well in that kind of an environment. Well, it's weird because I think when they brought him in, aren't him and Lindor super close? Like I. I feel like I heard reports they're super close off the diamond. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Bias to Detroit. I think, it was I think Marte and like Gleb said, Mark Canna. Can I get a homer? Right. <laughs> Can I get a homer? I like him. Can I, I like get him a lot? As a Giants fan, he's a, he's a You gamer. know what would push the Mets over the top? Is if they sign Chris Bryant. Hmm. Strongly disagree. You don't think so? The Mets need they one, they one need more bat. They the need Mets one more bat. are going to be losers no matter what. They're yeah, hot That's why they call them the lovable losers. I do prefer them over the other two. lovable Mets. Speaking of that, need to bring did, back you know, Mike Piazza. Sorry, did you sorry. know why they, they talked about, you know why the Dodgers call the Dodgers? Did you know, do you know the history why that? Um, Dodgers, I don't know. Giants, they Yankees, moved Mets. From, the, from Brooklyn. So they're in the, when they're house. in Brooklyn, Dodgers, Giants, Yankees, they were Mets. literally called the Trolley Dodgers. Do you huh. know what a Trolley Dodger is? No. It's a homeless man. Really? They yeah. were. Li- that's where the the because they the would sleep nickname, in the underground uh, like trolley yeah, systems. The, that's where the nickname the Brooklyn Bums came from. And they were bad. They were very bad. So that's that's and that's why people call them the bumps because they were also bad, but also okay. the trolley dodgers. So that's crazy. Yeah, they Man. were just that's what that's what it was. And then they kept the name, obviously. Then they shortened yep. it to Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I know I don't remember the rest of them. There's like five or six other ones, but they were like the Excelsior mm-hmm. at one okay. point, like in eighteen, like ninety five. Yeah, the Robins. They were the right. Yeah, thank you, brother-in-law, Rich, friend, friend of the show. Um, yeah, they were the Robins at one point. They had like five or six names, but the funniest one I've ever had was the uh, the Brooklyn. It was the Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers. Who the Kings win? Oh, well, Kings they're winning. Hey, Gleb and I are just looking for some happiness over here, so I had Being to show him a little score update. Yeah. There's still time. They are up by 23, I believe, we going into the fourth. Go 25 now. Hot take. They, we don't talk. they still might lose. Sounds <laughs> a lot like yesterday. <laughs> we don't that's talk. Not, uh, that's a cold take, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a lot like yesterday. We don't talk does. basketball until we're like two months or a month away from the playoffs. Yeah. Because that's when it really matters. Well, and I was going to make the comparison, um, just kind of talking about basketball a little bit right now. Um, Mark Cuban coming in and taking over the Mavericks. The Mavericks before Cuban mm-hmm. were not a good team. True. They were consistently one of the bottom teams in the mm-hmm. West co- uh, Western Conference. And then now you look at what, what he's done with that franchise. He came in, he invested a lot of money into the athletes. He invested a lot of money mm-hmm. into the practice facility, into the locker room, into the arena, the new arena. And the change is humongous. It's I mean, it's almost, instant, it's oh, almost yeah. instantaneous how, how much – um, the changes because it's the morale is switched on. Yep. You know, the morale is huge. And, you know, the other thing, um, I had a thought. I lost it. The Mavericks had some that. sick teams while you think of that thought going back. Like, they did have some Steve sick Nash, teams. hey, UC yeah. Santa Clara, I believe, right? Then mm-hmm. Michael Finley was yep. a G at shooting guard, obviously, big man Dirk, but they had some good teams. 
I guess yeah. I'm okay. So I'll just wrap it up. But I guess to 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 summarize it, the owners, if you want to have a good product on your field, you need to pay your money. You need to pay for it. Spend money to make it's money. like buying a uh, a flip phone versus paying for the iPhone. You know, if the iPhone's more expensive, but yeah, it's it's a more quality phone than your Motorola three. I don't know, you man. Know? Those Nokia's were pretty damn invincible. No, the Nokia's were different. No, no Nokia's an, I'd put a, on the same. It's another family tree. Dude, oh, the Nokia's oh, things are straight bricks. That's yeah. a re- there's a reason why they don't make them anymore because they're too profit. They're not yeah. profitable because you never break them. It's just like yeah. old cars. They literally there was nah. the companies at the top of the heads of the companies at the top were like these are lasting too long. I exactly. think it was um, Ford. There's right, no. Right. There's a specific year Toyota Corolla. That's essentially indestructible. <laughs> Probably like a 93 or they something. They kept like that. getting them like back. And they were like, look, dude, we have to fucking do something. This shit is <laughs> too good. Like, we yeah. literally made this too well. Did you ever see that? Uh, There's like a meme going around of this guy who was selling his like uh, 2000s Honda Accord. And he was like, um, it was like 2000s. It had like 2000, yard, 2000 miles on it. 200,000. Like, 200,000 miles. And he was like, uh, yep, I know what I got here. 10 grand. This shit will last you forever. Yep. Don't try to lowball me. Yeah. I know what I got. And he, he went into like a bunch of specific like um, yeah. parts about the car, like like something with the upholstery or like it, <laughs> you're going to bang your first chick back here. Or like what? You yeah, know what AC I mean? makes a certain noise when you turn the fan right? up. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that, dude. It's a Honda Accord. It's true, though. It's, it's going to last forever. They, they are indestructable. Hey, the other, the other co-host who's not here, Spencer Reamer, all th- him and his two brothers, older brothers, shared a Honda Accord. The same one, too. That. <laughs> that thing has seen that. more ass so than a yeah. toilet seat, dude. I guarantee <laughs> it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. The gold Accord with, with missing the driver's side mirror dude yes. oh sorry the passenger side mirror which pissed me off every time i rode in it and so. it's either it's either that or yeah. they have it's like unnerving a quarter panel like a different color you yeah. know it's like oh, a maroon dude. quarter panel like my god dude like Shout my ford explorer. ford explorer i had a um i had a green forest green forest explorer and then i hit a tree he wrapped <laughs> his his car around a tree bro but the only thing that broke was the it was wasn't the as bad it was the just tree. the door so nick and i my dad was like i'm not fixing it you got to figure it out because it's your fault and i was like all right so i went to fucking pick and pull easy with nick and we got so i had a 96 and the only thing they had there was a 97 purple four explorer <laughs> like maroon purple so like nick red. was like Dude. nick was like okay well i mean there's it's the same car what's the big deal it's gonna fit so we bring it back and the shit's like a quarter long quarter inch too long yeah so then we were like trying to shut it and couldn't and nick was like just hammer it so i was there the entire weekend hammering this door <laughs> on the side so it could fit and i finally got it to fit and nick and i were like oh, did not well. open well but it did didn't close. open well but it's it closed that's the <laughs> counts huh oh you gotta go to, oh, your mom's gonna go to sleep okay we gotta wrap this up because we we're gonna get call your mom so we could call our mom again no it's got to be a different mom mom's already had two calls she's gonna get a different All one right. so um we're gonna do russian we short time or is she already in she's bed? gonna go to sleep Oh, she said she's going to bed soon. How about okay. we do call your mom now? Let's go into it right okay. now. And then we'll do um, read credits after. Right after we'll do Russian word of the day. But okay. before we get into call your mom real quick. So I, I have this this sheet. I got mailed this, by the way. This is Kenny G. This is Kenny G and Joanne, um, are one of our main sponsors of the show. Um, they sent me this leaflet. And this is approved uh, media, by the way. So I think this is why they said it was okay to read it on the show. Uh, this is this is uh, for the holiday season. So 
they are Kenny G and Company is our one of our sponsors. You guys know Kenny G; he's a great guy. Uh, they're celebrating 24 wonderful years. So uh, finding the perfect diamond can be very exciting, but it can also be very confusing. When shopping the local online competition, characteristics of a diamond that appear to be the same color, clarity, and cut are often hundreds to thousands of dollars different in price. It definitely is. Trust me. If you've ever bought a, you go to buy a ring, dude, you'll see. Um, you may ask yourself why. Well, with our CAD CAM technology and company has been the leader in educating you with our state-of-the-art diamond grading CAT scan, and it's, which is an unbiased grading result to give you confidence in your buying decision. We can help you educate and understand those differences. Want to know? Uh, well, we want you to know. Shopping at Kenny G and Company Fine Jewelers will save you more money than shopping at any other competition when comparing diamond for diamond. That's from Kenny G himself. Again, if you guys want to go check out Kenny G, you guys can catch them. It's at, it's a, their website is KennyGandCo.com, or you can call Kenny 877-536-6947. You'll like what you see for eternity at Kenny G and Company. Love it. You guys have heard the jingle. Oh yeah, at you're at the Kenny G, G and company. company. Love it. Um, so we're gonna call. So call your mom. So we're not your dad's podcast. So this is for the moms. Um, we're going to call Gleb's mom. And Gleb is going to have a conversation with his mom about um, whatever. Wh- whatever. Yeah, we're I don't gonna, know. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to ask call her your about mom. the Soviet Union and uh, you <laughs> yes. know, what it was like living out there. I love it. I'm going to pee, but I'll, I can hear you. Sounds good. I can good. still hear you. Okay. Let me go ahead and make the call. You got to put it into the mic. Let's figure it. Yeah, there you go. It's on. Do you want to use, do you wanna use mine? I guess you're talking to both at the same time. Hey, should work hey, Mom. How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Welcome to the show. This is, of course, uh, Not Your Dad's podcast. And this is my mom, uh, Natalia. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Yep. <laughs> so how are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday night? Oh, I'm great. Just uh, watching some Dateline, of course. Okay, okay. So what's going on? Who who got murdered and why? Uh, well, um, it's called Angels and Demons. Um, it's, of course, you know, it's kind of the same book as uh, Dan Brown. Yeah, um, kind of like the second from the Da Vinci Code, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, this guy was basically manipulating um, and had cults. Um, and had all the women and kids living um, in the community, and um, every couple of years would somebody die, and so they were trying to catch this guy for a long time, and they finally did. Um, so did he have multiple cults, or did he no, have just one? He had, he had, he, it was kind of like one cult, but... Um, it was like community that had, um, you know, houses together, uh, okay. like four or five houses, and um, it's like you know, Mormon. It's like Mormon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of interesting, but of course he denies everything, and you know. So he's still on trial now. Uh, well, I didn't finish watching it, but I think he's in jail. She yeah. paused it to join the NYDP show, okay. which we love. Thank you for that. We yes. love that. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. So, uh, so, Mom. What was that greeting that she, when what? she picked up the phone? 
Yeah, what, what was, was the greeting? greeting? She said, I think it, it sounded it was like, like it was something in Russian. It was, something was it Russian? Russian? Yeah. What did you say? When you said hello. Yeah. Say when you said hello to Gleb. Privet? Oh, hey, Zayush. I said, oh, hey, Zayush. Okay. Is that the Russian word of the day? Oh, I mean, it can be. It can be. So, What does that mean? So here's the thing. So in Russian, the word Zayats is what? Is it rabbit? Yeah. Or hair? Um, hair. I would say hair. Okay. And so like the, if you will, like a pet name that you have for, uh, you know, for your kids or whatnot is Zayush or hey, Zayats. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zaychik. Yeah. Zaychik. Yep. You kind of can, you know, switch it up a little bit. And so, like, I'm Zayat's number one. And, like, <laughs> I can literally tell. So, like, if my if my mom calls out, like, let's just say that me and my little sister are both at home and my mom has yeah. a certain tone, I'm like, oh, that, that that's for me. Oh, <laughs> oh that's interesting. You know? Very I cool. Like okay. And so, yeah. So, my little <laughs> sister is also Zayat's, but just a – it's a different – it's a different tone. You can just tell. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't think that you guys would be able to tell, but yeah, I, I would for sure be able to. Yours is more like she's mad at you. Kind yeah. Of tone. Yes. Because yeah. you're always yes. up to trouble. It's a stronger tone. Well, usually if Gleb would be in trouble, I would say Gleba. <laughs> oh, man. I I literally had friends growing up who still call me Gleba. Gleba. <laughs> Yeah, it would annoy the crap out of me. Um, they heard it one time. They're like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. They're just like, why Why is she calling you that? Like, shouldn't nickname be, like, shorter? But, uh, yeah, my name see. can't get much shorter. So I love that. Uh, it actually That's reminds pretty good. you that uh, your sister, uh, you know, Jazz, um, I actually, <laughs> uh, we were at at football game, and she was cheerleading. And uh, somebody like uh, one of uh, my friends just said, "Okay, well, call call her in Russian." And I just yelled like, uh, you know, like Zayush. And she turned around. She was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> just so embarrassed. Just like mom. I love that. I'm cheerleading. But no one else knew what it means. Like, yeah, it's just her. that's the best part. Yeah. Yep. Right. 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 So, question for you. You obviously grew up in the Soviet Union, right? Right. And so you came over to uh, to the country, um, to the United States, back in the mid-90s or so. So my question for you is, before, when it was the Soviet Union, what was like the sport that everybody got super excited for every, over there? Hockey. Hockey? Oh, really? okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was number one. Yep. Did you ever, were you ever a big hockey fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, wow. Me and Grandpa used to watch the hockey all the time. Okay. Were you guys watching the uh, the one in 1980? Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> the one where the U.S. beat the Soviet Union? Oh, boy. You know what? I don't have such a great memory. No. Okay. <laughs> That's Fair. very convenient for you. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I mean, we were raised on you know watching um, uh, you know like uh, time, like news at nine o'clock all the time, and uh-huh. you know sports, of course, and all the highlights, and um, you know, yeah, the hockey was like, you know, it was it was pretty number one. Yeah, it was what what everybody had pride over. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Uh, who was your favorite figure skater of all time? <laughs> oh, boy. You probably don't even remember. Um, That's okay. I think it was Irina Zaitseva. That's a heck of a name. I love the fact that you can't even say that name. I can probably say it for everybody, but Irina Zaitseva. That sounds yeah, like yeah, her last Zaitseva. name is like Zayats. Yeah, like Zayats. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. uh, I spelled that but, really wrong. Uh, I tried to I mean, Google Russian it. Russian figure skating has, you know, also like very, very high, um, um, you know, high, high sports, I would say. Yep. Figure you know. skating. Yep. Yeah, figure skating. Yeah, yeah. What, was, what about soccer? What was soccer like? Yeah, how was soccer really seen that highly out there? Uh, yeah, I mean it was, um, you know, but it was. I, I don't know why I'm just thinking about you know winter sport, but um, yeah, soccer was uh, like huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, especially because uh, um, you know when I was uh, in St. Petersburg studying, you know, um, everybody were you know playing uh, soccer. Okay. Um, and your dad, of course, too. Club. Yep. Know? Yep. So, and everybody were crazy about it. Was it? And, yeah. Was it maybe just not as big of a sport? Would you say than hockey? Just because I, I think they're better at hockey. Maybe, maybe because you know it was. Uh, um, I think back then uh, USSR was pretty good team. Um, you know, versus like soccer teams. Yep. Um, you know. But, again, it just depends on, you know, summer or winter sports. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, Mom, I don't know if the other guys have any other questions that they want to ask right now, but I know that you're trying to get to sleep. No, we'll let you get to sleep. No, we, we appreciate the we time. We really appreciate you coming on. And I, I would know say it's late. USSR you. was the team, yeah. 100%. So. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. I really do appreciate it, Mom, and I love you. Love you too. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you yep, for having us. Thank you for being on the show. Night. Good night. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. I love it. Say your your mom's name again. Uh, Natalia. Natalia on the show. I love it. So she, who we? She's cool, dude. She's been to a couple softball games. We gotta we gotta call your mom next week. Oh boy. Next week All we're right. calling your mom. I'll, yeah. I'll prep Carolyn. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Carolyn. Yeah. Get her on the horn. Carol. 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 Carolyn. Oh, that's uh that's from when we uh, did a camping trip. Um, for me and my brothers, I was 25. I was turning 25, and you were 24. Wow, crazy. So um, that was four years. We ago, did man. a camping trip, and um, we invited like 30 people. 30 that was people, at Jenkinson, uh, Lake Jenkinson, up there in Pollock Pines. We invited 30 people, and all everybody showed up. This was like obviously way pre-COVID. We took up four campsites. We took up four campsites, and we had an amazing time. It was a Thursday to Sunday. All out rage fest. All we did, we bought a keg, and we finished the keg in a half a day. We, we literally were like, this keg will probably last us the whole weekend. It would have been much faster, but we bought the keg at yeah. our, our elevation at Rockland, and, and then, then we went up yeah. to 4,000 feet, okay. and we started to tap it, and it was just this foam. foam. Was, oh, just foam. foam. Yeah. Constant foam. So we're like, dude, what do we do? But dude, it was, it How, was, what uh, do you do about that? It was who, weird. Who has a trick? I mean, I'd love to hear it. Hit us up on Twitter, but um, it was weird we just kept pouring uh, beer, and it solved itself kind of thing. So. It wasn't snowing. It was perfect weather. We woke up, we had and it some was like rain. 70 degrees. It was a sprinkle. It rained lightly, yeah. and there was tree cover, and we're still and playing we brought snap, it, Remember we brought the tarps? We put the tarps up. 
we put the tarps up for like just in case because we thought it may rain just real heavy. We did some we... janky tarp setups, dude. <laughs> it was, janky. It was probably that's one what of camping the, is, dude. Half yeah, drunk, man. yeah. Like standing on someone's shoulders halfway. It like, was a good time. Mud all over yourself. That's like, what it's all about. I'll just tie it like this. Like, that kind of works a little so, bit. So yep. something like that. I don't know how we got there, but <laughs> yeah, we got was, her done. That well, was a no. Actually, I mean, I don't know how we got to the camping. I just forgot. But it was a <laughs> it was a good time, man. That camping trip was ooh. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Uh, so thank you for calling your mom, Gleb. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Next yeah. week, Carol. Oh, that's what it was. Carolyn. Carol. Carol. So from um, camping, one of my wife's friends' name is Carol. And that weekend, we would just say her name funny, like, Carol. <laughs> Carol's here. Carol. Where are you at, Carol? I'm sure she, she loved, loved that. Yeah. Yeah. She actually still does it. Like, when, when I say hi to her, like, to this day, she'll go, Carol. She'll do it right back at me. I love it. Carol is a big time um, lobbyist out in San, oh. and out in San, uh, Sacramento now. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Carol. Shout out Carol. Good for you. Forgot her last name. Shout out um, Carol. Carol. <laughs> Carol. Carol. Uh, so going into the next, it perfectly segues into uh, the Russian word and phrase of the day. Uh, cue the music. Uh, we're gonna get to Gleb. Tell us about what's the what's today's Russian word slash phrase of the day. Absolutely. So I feel this like my favorite segment. I, I, I feel like the last few times um, there there were some words that were maybe fit into the negative stereotypes sometimes of uh, yeah. of Russians not always being. Oh, last people. episode I said let's go positive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So the word that I'm I'm coming up with today is prikrasna. Prikrasna. Pri- we all krasna. Prikrasna. Prikrasna. I'd say the uh, you know the pronunciations are pretty good actually. Prikrasna. Uh, it's not it's not a tough word. It sounds yeah. like in um, in. Uh, in it sounds like ujasna. Yep, very Ujasna. similar. But <laughs> that donut was ujasna. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, I feel like the pronunciation of that word has kind of died down a little bit. <laughs> Um, but prikrasna is the pretty much the complete opposite of horrible of ujasna, which is wonderful. Mm. This beer is prikrasna. Yes, prikrasna. I'd say that really the good. beer this week, as compared to the beer I had two weeks ago, is prikrasna. Mm. I love it. And you know, again, um, this is just something that people say. Like, if life is wonderful, jizin prikrasna. Jizin. Yeah, I definitely say it with a bit of an accent, but <laughs> we'll we'll go with that. Okay, I tr- I'm trying here. I'm hey. really trying though. Gleb's authentic. Oh, no. That's I yeah. say it with an accent. I'm yeah. trying to mimic you. I'm just trying to voice. Jizin, 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 not J. Jizin, 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 prekrasna. I think I was pretty close. That was a lot better than your first jizin. Jizin prekrasna. Right? Yeah, it is pretty cross now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, that's the uh, that's the Russian word of the day. Um, you gotta admit, it sounds like jizz a little bit. Okay, you can't yeah, just like, yeah. You can't the say it life, uh, life, jizzing. Um, is yes. life yes. jizzing? Dude, that's kind of like a parallel. Think about it. Because stop saying jizzing. Jizz is, it's is, not is sperm. Sperm is life, technically. Yeah, if half, you uh, so it's half of life. if you These say it incorrectly, you are it. completely right on this, from the point. <laughs> <laughs> if I say it incorrectly, you mean it's yes, like durak, 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 
do rag in Iraq. But no, it's yeah, not. Yeah, so do rag in Iraq mixed do together. Rock. But what does do rock mean again? Do rock. I- idiot. Idiot. Yes. So <laughs> I'm do rock about this. About pronunciation. Pr- but think about it. Jizzin. Jizz. Jizzin. I know, but I, let me in, indulge. Like you're gonna jizz something up. Like let me just jizz that up Reg- real quick. You know, jizzin. Regard. Regard. <laughs> think about a bug. <laughs> you know what that's from? That's a uh, couple of trees. <laughs> yes. Nice. So jizzin. Yes. Jizz, sperm, life. I see the parallel. It comes but around. I'm, I'm it's like the gonna, circle of life. I'm not going to allow you that. I feel conclusion. like I am. I am like at the very beginning of the Russian language. This guy was like, <laughs> "This is this is going to all time." <laughs> I thought it you were will. just having like there a major guys. epiphany, Listen. like a, like a. I I have just entered. I did the beginning. I of just Russian entered the matrix. I just I entered the matrix. It. I demand I'm looking that you have out. some. Did you buy some of those seeds from Depot or what? Which is. Prekrasne. Prekrasne. This is with blueberry, dude. Right? Yes. Glad if you, you guys at home you don't killed know, that. I was eating Glad that earlier off mic. OTS. Thank you. And it was fantastic. No, that's O O T. Same acronym. O T M. Off the mic. Nice. So if you guys don't know at home, Gleb makes excellent banana bread. Very good banana bread. With blueberries. Watch him prekrasne. It's very prekrasne. That was good. You can't tell me that wasn't good. That was really good. It was great. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to feed into the ego right now. <laughs> there you go. You're so good, Kyle. Oh You're so good at new words. Like, the best. Banana bread. The best at words. Very good, dude. <laughs> Kill it. You killed it. She's a good um, baker. So, thank you for the Russian word of the day. That was... Absolutely. This is my favorite segment, by Pretty the way. good, dude. This it's is really good. When we used to have Ryan... You're like the new Ryan. The new and better Ryan. Ryan used to have science, but then like he would teeter on good ones and then teeter on bad ones. But yours is always like, you're three for three, straight fire. You gotta throw uh, Ryan. I feel the, the pressure. Like right now. I don't, I don't His was good, but better, he, when, he deetered, when he like just deetered, when he teetered away from space, he lost interest, and it was. I was like, dude, you gotta go back. <laughs> I told him. I, I mean, he like, never know, man. I might not be batting a thousand, yeah, you know, dude, come episode you ten. Know? So I don't put that pre- don't you dare you put that on me, Ricky homies, Bobby. Dude. I like um, pour some out for the no, ones Ryan, that were once when before. Ryan came. Okay, so actually there was one biology one cuz Ryan was a bio is a biology major and he had one about um I forget it was something with DNA and it was I was really captivated personally, but um Mike and Zach were not. They were like tuned out, but I was like really into it. I was like, "No, I want to know more. I want to know more about it." And then Ryan was like, "No, you guys obviously don't like it." I was like, I really like it. Keep going, um, but not to bash on the science fact because that was my previous favorite segment. But now this is my new favorite segment. That's what I'm trying to say. That's all you should have said. I know. I just okay. So moving on. Russia's I'm not tight. I like Russia a Russia's lot. Tight. Russia's tight. <laughs> Weed is tight. Weed is tight. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, on. man, we just like hung out and smoked like a pound of weed. Oh, weed is tight. Weed is tight. So, um, really, what we're going to talk about to wrap up the show? <laughs> Why are we doing on time? I haven't even asked uh, you. We just touched like an hour fifteen. Oh, we're good, dude. We kill it on time, and I feel like we're always relaxed about it. I really like it. And when we did not do that episode, we did not talk about hunting. The real thirty-one. The when we were like, the real thirty-one did not get. You know what I mean? I we didn't talk about hunting. We mentioned, I think we you'd mentioned it for thirty two. What's our what's our cap? I don't know. Whatever you want. I mean, we put it at two hours. Are you typically. guys no cap? 
for uh, the kids these days, right? Yeah, I mean, I do have a, a, a two month at home, so I can't okay, say no cap, but yeah. we can we can still talk about it. Okay. Oh, I thought I was just saying it like the young kids do. I'm no cap. Like, uh, that just show our age. Like that was enough to like no show. Cap. Well, yeah. actually, um, could could we could we put a, can we put a, a, little s- bit a sidebar on the cap? Because <laughs> I I actually I do I have, have a some cap. Kids at home. Yeah. So aside, aside from the one that's on my head, I do. Um, I'd like. I'd like cap. Some cap involved, actually. <laughs> so we have <laughs> three. M- mild cap. I just we'll just touch 30, on uh, it. Brief cap. We'll do a five-minute thing. Do you? Um, <laughs> you hunted this year. Did you hunt this year? I did not hunt this year. Wow. Did I mean, you, I just had Nick hunted this year with he's, me. He's, he's getting ready to be a dad, man. Yeah. There's not I mean, the, the whole the, nine. But during year seasons, to nine months, you your wife was pregnant. She wasn't. You gotta be there, dude. You're going to Lamaze class. You're doing the, oh, the getting the cradle set up. You're there, doing the nursery. I will say there's a lot that goes into there's it. A lot yeah, of pre-birth and thing is like a, it's like a racket. But I love it, dude. I hear I it's overrated. It. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Gleb, Gleb might hear the kids screams from across the parking lot. I don't know because mm-hmm. he does get a little angry. But no, it's good, man. I did not hunt this year. Not to get too sidetracked, but um, are you bummed about it? Obviously. Yeah, I am. Um, it's hard because hunting's like typically best in the fall, right? I have. Like, Do you rely on the 18, freezer? What's that? Do you rely on the freezer? Like just to, to like to supplement store meat? sustenance? Hmm. Do I like to provide like food for yourself? Oh yeah, uh, yes. Okay, that. Sorry, I, um, I like to really overcomplicate things with words that don't necessarily yeah. mean. Oh my, my mind went like me. three different directions right there. So. Sustenance? Do you need it, motherfucker? <laughs> no, dude. I mean, yeah, I enjoy eating what I kill, right? But no, I have not to get again too too sidetracked, but. I have like 17 plus preference points for California bighorn deer elk. Oh my god! Yeah, mm. bro. So here's so the next kicker. Year you're in well, on. this is the kicker, right? So I didn't use them. I, I put them to the points every year. I graduated college in like 2015, so obviously I'm not going to put in for it then. And then I got married in 2019. I went to Bandon, where Spencer's at right now in 2018. I'm planning on going to Bandon again next year. So I ca- I'm kind of in that weird equilibrium dude, we'll call it dude, where it's like i don't know i don't want to put li- in and get liquid preference right correct. Now. well i don't want to get in and put in for and you this, get it. this really coveted tag so and not be the, able to put in actual work like scout yeah, for two three so four weeks and go the, up on a weekend and for waste the listeners at home um, exactly yeah. what's your like zone that you want to actually Ooh. like put in for out of the x zones which one do you like the most i like x3a up in alturas I also oh, yeah. like their. Oh, hey! Shout out to my buddy Tyler Wood from Alturas. Remember Tyler Wood? Mm-hmm. Love Tyler Wood. How do you forget Tyler Wood? You can't. Okay. He couldn't go to the wedding. I would love to have Tyler. You mentioned Wood. that. Yeah. Tyler Wood's a good friend of mine. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, and then He's there's another um, up in like the very northern tip of California. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on the zone. I could look it up and get back to you, but. Uh, well, I don't want to give out all the hot spots, right? Where I'm, where I'm trying to get yeah, drawn and stuff. No, but just give us the zone because uh, well, I'll give you one. I'll give you X3A Alturas. My stepdad grew up hunting there. Um, I know there's some good bucks in there. Um, leave it at that for now. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So the zone I put in for this year was X7A. Okay. Out near Truckee. Yeah. Didn't get it, but we did hunt the border of. That's probably giving up more than I wanted to because that's way obvious. Um, that's only like three mile stretch. Okay. <clears throat> but we did hunt out there. Um, dude, we saw so many deer out there. We saw a lot of deer. And it was funny because we were out there, and I felt like we were in a – in on a, on a, um, we, I thought we were in X7A, but we were in – I won't say – I'll just say that we were in a zone. A neighboring was, zone. <laughs> we were in a neighboring zone. It wasn't premium. Um, do the research yourself, you lazy, yeah. you lazy fucks. So um, – we were out there and I kept looking over to my buddy Ben and I was like, dude, are we in 
are we sure we're in the right zone? Because we're seeing so many deer. And the reason why we're seeing so many deer was because of the fires that happened. A lot of deer were pushed into non-premium zones because of the fires yeah. that happened in Tahoe and everywhere else. Um, but damn, man, that was tough. Especially because this, this zone that we scouted with my brother, my brother was there, we found so many really good good areas with great signs it was an great, incredible great habitat and scouting everything. trip because kyle did a lot of the research and shout out onyx and what they've done with oh yeah mapping technologies because you can do the groundwork i mean digitally essentially you can do the 3d mapping and, and check it topography and have a great understanding of what you're getting yourself into yeah. and then it's putting in the time to go there physically check for sign um check for the the nature of the habitat and see what thank you thank you and yeah. see how it's behaving and we saw nothing but positive signs yeah. um we oh, spotted a few thank deer you. we spotted some good doe there was just plenty of beds a good meadow next to a water source with plenty of places to scout from potentially set up blinds from yeah i don't well. mean to brag but i literally every point that i put we saw a deer in i was like let's it. go here how really nailed then it then we're gonna go here then we're gonna go here then we're gonna go here and every point we're at we either saw a sign we or we saw a deer and we were planning you know okay so now we got like what five weeks until we maybe get into it three to five weeks essentially um we set that window up to return and potentially take down a tag and i think it was the third week the fire started and it, it just ripped through that area. It's like <laughs> ripped it to pieces. It was like remember uh, the Seinfeld episode where George burns down a Susan's dad's cabin. The cigars <laughs> like, with the cigars. What happened? What happened to our zone? It burned. <laughs> it, it burned. What did it do? It's it burned. It's, it's all gone. Uh, <laughs> Is any of it there? Nope. It's gone. So it's that was literally the conversation I had with uh, my best friend's brother-in-law, who was a firefighter for Cal Fire. He got assigned to that zone, <clears throat> and he showed me pictures of. Uh, six point bucks big thick six point bucks walking through the zone like nice boys where you're like this is a premium this is like a midwest deer yeah that's what they look like and he was like yeah these things were walking he said it was one after the other big bucks walking through your zone um he said uh you guys were definitely in the right spot i saw tons of deer and he showed me like three or four of them. He's like, I saw at least 10 of them come through. And there's only, he only said, I, I, after I took pictures of three or four, it was like, why do I keep taking pictures of them? They're just, it's the same fucking, it might be the same deer. But he's like, no, it was different. There's great deer in California, man. I think generally speaking, harvesting an animal is a lot easier said than done. Until you go and put in the legwork and the man hours. That's and you're the thing hiking you've got People don't understand work, it 100%. But even more so like in California, just because it's such a popular state and there's, Obviously, you got to deal with the road hunters and a yep, lot of people yep. hunt the general, you know, public. And Joe Jeez. Rogan now. I mean, exactly, <laughs> right? But, dude, there's a great habitat in California. The fires, I think that's a huge, often overlooked component just for the non-outdoorsman, I would say, right? That people don't, if you don't hunt, you don't nice. really care. But um, it really devastates the wildlife and the population that's that we're trying to sustain for generations to come, right? So, yeah. I was, I was just thinking on how it can, it's going to. It can and will affect pulls for zones. Like, do you now buy, like pull on that neighboring zone because you expect in the dry season this to happen or that to yeah. happen? Potentially. And it's species like specific, obviously, but like, can you 100%. play a new game with it? Because as you can see, we've established quite a lucrative system of pulling for the right place. That's to actually hunt for a really an good point. So, you know I, mean? um, I how wrap soon, this up. How soon do you think that yeah. we'll see? You know, what very I mean? soon. The, the nature of this. So there's one um, zone, the B zone, 
in California is now becoming a hotbed to where they're going to make it a premium zone because a lot of deer have, have gone to the B zone. So I put in for a tag in B3. 33,000 tags did not pull in B3. 33,000 tags. That's as much as they put for D zone. Yeah. That's ser- that's a lot. Did not pull for, for that. So um, the deer, the, they are moving. It, it really has been something that California is looking into. But uh, we'll get into more hunting. If you guys like hunting, too, like hit us up. Uh, B. Reese, great hunter. He's been hunting his whole life. He'd be happy to get into it. Uh, we also have another guy whose dad was a um, – was a uh, a guide, a hunting guide for a long time. I would love to get him on the show. We can talk outdoors all day long. It'd be a fun conversation. It'd be a really fun conversation. Um, but the next, the last thing I want to wrap up the show with is we're going to talk to the NFL. So before we get into it, I'm going to go over the playoff standings as it stands today on both the AFC and NFC. You guys know I like to do that. So the number one seed, shout out to Tano in the AFC at eight and three. Sorry, Gleb. Is your Baltimore Ravens at eight and three? Like we on like we were doing OTS. Uh, Ravens just find a way to win. Good for them, man. It's not pretty. Sneaky, sneakily yeah, way to beat the Browns. Sneakily coming up <laughs> out of nowhere is your New England Patriots at eight and four. Came out of nowhere. Oh, that fucker came out of nowhere. Right. Uh, at uh, the third, just watch that. Also is your uh, Tennessee Titans, Gleb. There you go. They're still in it, man. They're the still winning their division. Uh, <laughs> you also have the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs at 7-4, the four seed. Then we're getting to the wild card seeds. Your uh, uh, Cincinnati Bengals at 7-4, and four, followed by the Buffalo Bills at 7-4, and four, and the Los Angeles Chargers at 6-5, and five, followed really closely by the next three teams that are tied there. My Las Vegas Raiders, also with uh, B. Reese, Denver Broncos, and don't look now, the Indianapolis Colts are now on a win streak. They're they're sneaking up. They're at six and six, but they're on the outside looking in. But they lost they are Tampa on a hot Bay streak. this past weekend. <clears throat> yeah, that but was a they, hard game. They were definitely on a good streak before that game. Guess who had Leonard Fournette? Ooh, you Yubble do. Way. That's right, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pull. Yeah, that was a good pull, dude. I got him in like the tenth round. That was good. Um, uh, in the NFC. Pretty interesting. So um, I think it's more top heavy than the AFC. So at the number one seed is still the Arizona Cardinals at nine and two, followed by Green Bay at nine and three, Tampa Bay at eight and three, Dallas at seven and four. That's wrapping up the division winners. And then you have your three wild card placers right now. You have the Rams leading that at seven and four, followed by the the Niners at six and five. Then your uh, Washington Football Team, who will take on my and Reese's. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They're at five and six. They're holding it five, down with a, a seven five seed. Five and six team in the playoffs right yeah, now. Yeah, remember when the That's Seahawks a joke. Remember when, the, remember when the Seahawks won the division at but seven they, and nine? They were and made... they were division winner. Yeah, but we're talking s- about a wild card team. Know, that just goes worse. to show yeah. you how shitty. And I mean, it's still worse if you're a division winner. I thought at it was nine. the Vikings that were in it, but I guess they might just be tied. The Vikings. At five I was just six, about to say right? are tied at eight. Um, they're tied with. Uh, Two other teams. They're tied at five and six with the eight slot, also at, um, with the seven. So uh, you have the Falcons at five and six, the Saints at five and six. The reason why the it's so gross, dude. The Washington football team so gross has the tiebreaker over uh, Atlanta, and Minnesota. It's based on best winning percentage in conference games, and the division tie was initially used to eliminate New Orleans. Uh, the Atlanta Atlanta wins the tiebreaker over New Orleans based off of head to head win percentage so real tight races though for the wild card it seems oh, yeah. like uh divisions are a little 
eh, they're they're kind of like um, what you've expected for the division winners. We all kind of knew that those the teams that we've just uh, told you in the top four of each division kind of figured those guys were going to win their division anyways. Um, actually, shocking, I will say, is as of – I mean, the Buffalo Bills somehow have been overtaken by the – They're stumbling. They look a little bit scared. Uh, one other point on the standings. I think the Arizona Cardinals are 3-0 with Colt McCoy as their starter. Minus D. No, they lost to Carolina. They got blown out by Carolina. Oh, yeah, so are yeah, they 2-1 they with Colt McCoy? Two and one. I mean, that might as well be a, a poor man's 3-0. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Think but about that. They won three, in San Francisco. They did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's a tough game to steal for sure. Yeah. So three three NFC West teams in that NFC playoff picture at the moment too. And we're Seahawks off year. They need to tank and rebuild. So, so that's what actually what I was going to ask you guys about. So with the Seahawks being – um, they are currently the fifteenth seed, so they what are, are they, like wow. three and nine. Yeah, and they look disgruntled. They're playing disgruntled. One, two, three. They're they would have They're a five win team, right? They don't have a first round pick this year. Ugh. Their first Ugh. round pick goes to the Jets, so the Jets have the number four pick, as well as yep. the number um, the number five pick. Yes, the Jets get back to back picks this year. So if you were the Seahawks, you're sitting at Three and eight. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the game, top five quarterback in Russell Wilson. What do you do as a football team if you're let's, let's Nick Nick is the football guy. Nick played football. Nick, what do you think? What would you do if you're if you're the GM of the Seahawks, what would you do? So actually I've heard a lot about um <clears throat> the rebirth of the offensive coach and how if you look at most successful programs, it's offense first. And I hate recycling what other talking heads mm-hmm. say, but a lot of this is what Cowherd was speaking on today. And yeah. he, I mean, is Mac Jones for real? Are the Patriots for real? Is Seems like for it. Real? No. Is it the system? Ooh, Fuck we'll that. that. I give him no credit. Is the system okay. coming back <laughs> to truly prove that correct? They built and adjusted to give him shortish yardage passes. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to see anything more than like 30 yards consistently. Just little dump routes, little easy one check down, maybe a secondary peak look a safety off real quick but mac jones is young they're building a system to but it's offensive yeah guided and offensive based so that's leading to me thinking that we delete pete carroll from the system um the guys are there uh can you continue to build around a defense in the nfl successfully i don't think so anymore legion Um, of boom's gone that's the biggest thing what do you think long gone well there's a couple takes right so I'm thinking I think you have to tear it down and rebuild. I have a really I have a coworker who's actually a really good buddy, diehard Seahawks fan, so I talk with him OTS pretty frequently. <laughs> I love that. Um, this is the best acronym we've is. come up with OTS. So <laughs> he he is all in favor. I think he's been saying it for like three or four weeks now to tear it down. I mean again, I, I said it a couple minutes ago. Watch them play. I'm not discounting the Washington football team. I, I like Ron Rivera a lot. Just mm-hmm. he's yeah, a good dude, story. Shout good out Ron, yeah, about Ron. Hey, I like him a lot. But <laughs> that game and they look terrible they do not look like they are a cohesive unit whether it's offense defense special teams locker room they are (coughs) on completely different pages dk metcalf superstar receiver he i mean he's playing angry football but not the good type of angry football you have uh, one piece on defense i mean jamal adams you gave i don't know i think he's probably 26 27 i have to look but bobby wagner he's 29 or 30 
been a perennial all pro, one of my favorite players. Um, Love watching him play the, but play the game. I'll go, dude, he's a stud. Just the football, like you, we talked, you guys talked. They have a younger linebacker Keekly as well, but a while back, Luke, might, yeah, dude, Luke. I mean, just the football IQ Wagner's right there with Keeks, in my opinion. Yep. But he, my buddy, um, he messaged me, he's like, tear it down, trade Russell to yeah. the Browns for Baker. <laughs> He wanted no, Denzel Ward in picks, no. and I said they're not going to trade Denzel Ward. No, no. I mean, that's a great defender. That's, he's, he he's ties that defense together. Number four Ohio overall State. pick. I, I know, I know. But that'd be like a, trading Jeter and Andy Pettit. Well, I mean, they're still <laughs> in playoff contention. Baker's on his way Andy out Pettit. of the he, league, in my opinion. He is. So, I mean, where do you? This could be a, a topic. Where, where our potential destination? I guess it's. Past we can the do deadline. that now. So, I, well, it's what past do you the think? Deadline, well, right? The do, Orioles. Let's do. Um, before we Saints, get into that, maybe? we want to talk about Gleb, Seattle. What do you you don't like Seattle, do you? I'm not a huge fan of Seattle. I mean, I <laughs> was definitely a fan of them when they were going through their Legion of Boom days, just because I'm a Gleb's bigger like, hater. Break them. Break. I am a bigger hater of New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. I really do not like. Patriots are Ujasma. Patriots Ujasma. <laughs> Let me tell you, Mac Jones <laughs> overrated. Um. No, man. Tennessee Titans, number one. <laughs> number one, selfish title team. The, the Seahawks, Titans. what I've always said about, about the Seahawks, as long as they've had Russell Wilson, as long as they have him playing, they have a chance. Yeah. Because Jesus is on their side. He's, I yeah. agree, dude. And well, Russell Tim Wilson. Tebow, but. First off, I got to thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this but, is where we need a soundboard. Sorry to cut you off. We need a soundboard. Yeah. You're going to get one. Sorry. Go ahead. But truly, he is one of those guys, for the most part, that's almost like the original, I would say, like Kyler Murray. I would see, I see Kyler Murray now, and I think of early Russell Wilson. He was getting Mike Vick comparisons, too, before yeah. Lamar oh, yeah. came, because like, mobile quarterbacks were unheard of. Absolutely. I yeah. love him. Play with a chip on his shoulder. He's got to pick like the fourth round, right? He, he can yeah. still throw the ball, he can. I would say, with more accuracy than Michael Vick could. Certainly. At NC State. And right. or no, 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 Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and NC State, oh, okay. because he mm-hmm. like had to go to like a graduate school or something. Did you to guys get ever see that meme year of uh, yeah. eligibility? Right? right. Yeah. Did you ever see that meme of uh, Russell Wilson's ex girlfriend when on draft day? You guys ever saw oh, that? Yeah, the blonde girl. It was, was literally like Russell Wilson shit. on the phone like this, and then the blonde she's girl was like, like <laughs> she's like losing her shit because Russell just got drafted. And just like, what do you think you're about to have your life paid for? And then literally, like, two months later, he breaks up candor. with her. <laughs> nah. Hey, he was focused on his game, man. <coughs> have you seen well, the ride? Sierra, but, have you hey, watched the Sierra. ride video? I mean, come on, no. dude. I would go for Sierra, too, after that shit. Yeah. yeah. Dude, just That's geez. fair. That's so, fair. Um, but, yeah, I think they should blow it up, just like everybody to, yeah. else is saying. So I don't my... like Jamal Adams that much. No, he's, I like know. Bobby Wagner That was a, a horrible trade, dude. You give it two first-round draft I don't feel like picks? he's a good locker room, but he strikes me as a selfish player. On and off yeah. the field. So I, I mean, I, the Jets he lays really, the hammer, but the Jets yeah. really haven't drafted people of good character recently. <laughs> I mean, Watch Jamal Adams yeah. on coverage plays; it, it's terrible. It is. Yeah. He's got to be one of the lowest graded coverage safeties yeah. in the NFL, if not the lowest. You it's know who's a, you know who's a, the top, the the best graded uh, defensive edge rusher this year? Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Love Max Crosby. Oh, that's Love me some cool. Max. Yeah, we were talking are about you, secondary. Are yeah, you guys, let's just uh, A little plug. Hey, Max Crosby, great story on and off the field. Central Michigan, one of the best things, if not the best thing, you know John who's Green did the, for that uh, franchise. You know who's leading the NFL in tackles? It was actually John Harbaugh. Denzel Perryman. Is that somebody <laughs> oh, on, no, the, uh, on the eighth-place team in the AFC? Hey, hey, hey. 
So um, <laughs> your tight end Waller. For, yeah. Waller. So this is what I'll say about the whole Russell Wilson. I think that they should tear it down, and I think Russell Wilson should be the next quarterback of either the New Orleans Saints. Saints is a good fit. Or the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that would be a big Ooh, time. That's sneaky, actually. So I the, like that. I think that it would make it would be actually really easy. And the reason why I say the Raiders, I think it would be really easy to trade Russell Wilson to the Raiders because you could trade him for Derek Carr, and then you wouldn't have to give up a whole bunch of picks because Derek Carr is still a good quarterback. He needs a could, new system. You could give up like a, a Derek Carr they and, both a, th- do and a third round pick. Actually, I think Derek Carr is dude. Derek Carr is not bad. If they you just look need at Derek Carr's system. Derek Carr leads the league in passing yards. If he's not, actually, I don't know if he leads the league anymore. One or two, he's, 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 top, he's top three. He's top three yeah. in the league and in passing yardage, and, he, and he's, I think he's top five in efficiency. He's a good quarterback, and but the problem is, is a lot of people, if you ask him, the court of public opinion, a lot of people are like, eh, I don't really like Derek Carr. And the thing is, is I think he, he's kind of like, um, oh, he is. He's the league leader in passing yards. So he's got three thousand four hundred fourteen yards, and Tom Brady's the next with three thousand four hundred three. So He's up there. He's doing good. He's up by nine yards. He's got nine yards on Tom Brady. Um, or uh, sorry, so, uh, 11. Sorry, 11. My bad. My math's horrible. So um, he's good, dude. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. The only problem is is I think that at times he just doesn't have the it factor. Yep. He doesn't have that. He's good, but he's not great because he doesn't have the it factor. Where same Tom as, Brady, same as his brother. Um, who, who else? Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, those two quarterbacks. Those are the two quarterbacks I would say in the league where – you could say those guys have the it factor. Russell has like, it still? Russell, I would say, has it because he – I would say that – But we haven't seen it. Okay, let me re- let me do my list. So Tom Brady, um, Pat Mahomes, um, I would say – I mean, even Josh Allen uh, has That's it. why I was, gonna, I was just going to add Josh Allen. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. A-Rodge for sure. Aaron Rodgers. These are, the, these are the guys who have the it factor. Lamar. Those three. This year at least. I would say Lamar and Russell. That's it. No Dak. Those are guys that no Dak because Dak hasn't nah. proven himself in the playoffs yet. He hasn't played in the playoffs yet. He's got to he's got to win a game in the playoffs, and if he does, then there you go. Due to a real weird certain extent, Ryan Tannehill has the it factor. Yeah, he's won a couple playoff yeah. games. He really has. I mean, he has, and no one's talking about. I was even going to shout say out to you, Gleb. Fitz Magic has a certain uh, it factor. But does the I think that comes from experience in terms of just being a veteran in the league, yeah. knowing sixteen playbooks. In your head, Harvard guy. What would you say about Ryan? T- or what would you say about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Or not? Excuse me, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. I was on the right track. You were, you were. Sorry, Tannehill. What would you think about Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. That was Ujasna. That was pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. You know he hasn't really impressed me this year, even when he had AJ, even when he had Julio, uh, both playing and Henry. And Henry, and I'm just gonna throw out this stat because I was looking up the pa- the passing yardage uh, leaders, but Jonathan Taylor has the most rushing yards in the league at a thousand two hundred and five. You know who has the second most in the league? Derrick oh, Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. And he's played still, like three less games. <laughs> he's been out the last three games, yeah. and he still has the second most rushing uh, yards in the whole league, and. I'll give mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill the benefit of the doubt of saying that not only has Derrick Henry been out uh, the last three or four weeks, uh, but Julio Jones has played five or six games in limited capacity with his hamstring injury. 
AJ Brown is now on IR. So if you were to go into the season and tell me, hey, Gleb, the Titans are going to be eight and four after 12 weeks. Derrick Henry is going to be out for four of those weeks. Julio Browns or Julio Jones is going to be out for five or six of those weeks. AJ Brown's out for two. AJ Brown is out for two, if not, you know, almost two and a half, three. Mm -hmm. I would be pretty happy with it. You have to be. Here I stand at eight and four when we were eight and two, and now I'm unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to go to something that I saw in New England and. Ryan Tannehill, I like him, but he is more of a game manager. Yeah. He definitely is more, more of a of Brad the, Johnson. Yeah. Oh, good pull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With that, like, O-lineman face mask he'd wear that yeah. would just yep. shoot on the yeah. box, dude. You know, I didn't need to see very far because, like, oh, if, if it's oh, not, if it's not, if it's not, you know, 10 yards in front of me, I'm just going to throw the ball. Good old yep. Bradford just fucking pigskin. I'm already, p- already at 14 points because my defense <laughs> yeah. turned two touchdowns. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. and, and to that <laughs> point, yeah. why was everybody raving about the Titans um, after they beat the Rams? Because of the turnover battle. Because they absolutely dominated them defensively, and they stopped them in the red zone. What has changed over the last two weeks against the Texans and the Patriots? It it hasn't been the red zone defense because, honestly, from watching their games, they've been stopping defenses or offenses in the red zone and forcing them to field goals. It is turnovers on offense. And yeah. it is lack of turnovers on defense. So it's maybe the the offense of Ryan Tannehill specifically being asked to do more than what he's he's used to. Yes, playing along out of his with the fact in a that way. yes, yeah. and the fact that he doesn't have the weapons to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're down AJ Brown and you're out uh, Julio Jones and you're out Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So they had 250 rushing yards against the Patriots this past week. Jeez. Yeah. That's that's serious. But they that's lost the turnover battle for nothing. Wow. Damn. Yeah. And, and they ended up losing thirty six to thirteen. Defensively, yeah, they're no Ravens. They can't it's have a, four turnovers and still win the it's game. It's exponentially worse for well, you. <laughs> Ravens actually forced some turnovers on the that's other right. end. That's true. Two yeah. turnovers, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's exponentially worse to part. have your defense on the field for longer. You can't yeah. rely on your quarterback yeah. because okay, maybe you get to the first half. We get a little halftime. Might be able to last like three minutes into the third quarter, but now you're tired. Yeah. There's the human body can do so much. Yeah. yeah very and true. you're not allowed to do anything outside of what is yeah. legal in terms of substances. So you are going to get tired and you will get to a point where you can't stay on the field. Yeah. A 90 yard drive for 12 minutes on the football field is not an easy thing to deal with. And that's West Coast style football. They're probably running a lot. You're probably getting ran over and shit. But. When you start moving defenders and they can't hold down the box, you lose the edge. There's eyes in the sky that are going to take advantage of, even if one guy gets tired. And say you bring in your backup, that's still a position to get isolated. So that really, really takes a toll on people. And I think that's where the shift towards offensive coaches really is going to start taking advantage of yep. these defensive built teams. Okay, well, you just spent you know $60 million on two guys which are typically edge rushers or your linebacker or like a linebacker and a safety. Okay, well, they can't play 90 plays in a game or 70 plays in a game and still be mm-hmm. that same guy. So keep or them on their the field. partner or this, keep them on the field. They're going to get tired. We will isolate this guy. Um, like Anthony Everett, one of my oh, least man. favorite players yeah. to ever wear a Ravens jersey. The I think 
Just yeah. gets isolated, you know? Yeah. So. What are you talking about? Ever had is good. He's average. He's about I would a think average at best. I think eight. okay. He's how about, about a this? Six point eight. I think Everett would be really good if he with had help. if he had um, who's the other? Marcus Peters was on the field with well, him. Well, Marcus Peters played in his position. That's what I'm trying to say. So if Marcus Peters was there and then Everett was put into the slot, don't you think Everett would be a better type? Would be a better cornerback than he is ni- right now? Yeah, he's if you took his targets down seventy so percent, yeah, yeah of course the his third stats. Best I think, I think he's on the being offense. asked. Yeah, I'm he's sure ten, he he's Ryan Tannehill. Player. He's being asked to do more than what he should yeah, be asked. Because he's doing. a great open field tackler. He can kind of he's read, good. I've read seen the, him and read dude, the off tackle. I've watched the Ravens games this year because of you, and I've seen this guy. Everett is good. I He's continue to allude to it. The most targeted and the most successful amongst those targets against any cornerback in the league. Period. He's and that's good. a stat that's a that's like yeah. um similar to Tatis. Oh yeah, this guy hits bombs. You know, he's great. He's yeah, young, yeah. he's electric. But who who led the league in errors? Yep. That's true. At but their position. Tatis. At the same time, so like, like what do you want to focus on? To me, it's yeah. how well do you play as a cohesive unit. But and if Peters is if there, you have my one weak link. Like, he wouldn't be that way. No, he wouldn't. No, and he would be the good Ravens for the team Ravens. Would be much different if we he's didn't start asked, the year with twenty injuries on the on the lineup. He's being asked to do something that he wasn't prepared for. Certainly. from day one. If Respect he, for doing it, but also yeah. he's the worst at doing it. <laughs> <laughs> because again, he's being asked to do something that Can, he's not. You're still he bad at. Realize he's supposed to, he was supposed like to I, do. Like I paint with dad, right? But like I'm scared of heights. So, like, I don't get on a ladder. Am I the best worker to be a painter outside? No. no. And I know it. And I but tell the people the I work with. only choice. Like, look, dude, thank you for doing what you do and being willing to get on a 40-foot ladder at the top of a building on a windy day. Is he not the only choice for them? Head. And that's it. That's all you have to do. Is he not the only choice for them? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell and you. He's doing okay. But. Yeah. But he, he can't be doing any better is what I'm trying to tell you. Is is To try to, if, to be critical of somebody, this is kind of something that I look into is, if you're critical of somebody that you know can't do any better, it's kind of on you. But if you're critical of somebody who you know could do better, yeah. then it's on them. But at this point, for Everett... So I'm just supposed to live with it and accept it? Yes. Yeah, well, why will you like he the guy? Do, I don't like him. He can't do any better. Don't. And he wasn't even a starter on the backside. He was a starter. No, he was a two guy on was the other side. Was he not a starter No, it was Geno slot? Smith. Jimmy uh, Smith stud. Yeah, but he got hurt too. He did. There you. Surprise, there's your. Surprise. There's your sign. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm trying. I mean, I'm we agreeing with you. Much, much brutal injuries in the backfield and the I secondary know. for the Ravens. My God, man. Let's talk about hey, that. Hey, talk to their strength and conditioning coach. This is okay. a serious issue. Right? I think it was yeah. more about the field. field they, when they, oh, they field play, conditions. Hold on. I'm pretty we damn sure. We play in the sure. B more on real grass in practice. Hold on. Well, so I'm, I'm going to double check. Uh, yeah. I know we're, we're in the middle of a Ravens conversation, but I'm going to throw out a stat that I saw this week that I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Out of all the teams in the NFL, you know who has the least amount of players who were active for all of the games so far? The Titans. Titans. The Titans. Damn. And it's not even close. Yeah. So yeah. they have the most injuries? They have the most injuries compared to any other team at least compared to who they started with at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know we can talk about preseason because i think that's where the ravens really get involved but the titans have 13 players that have been active every single game for them this whole year and i think the next least is like 18 which is probably the are they considering 33 or 22 what's that special teams as well they're they're talking about special which really teams would be well. like sixty six guys so if you count every eleven as a different. Yeah. Before we before we wrap this up, 
I want to say the Ravens had one of their highest graded um, pass rushes, pass rush game without Calais Campbell, which is by far the largest human I've ever he's seen. Like, that's very so he's a monster of a man. Six nine, he's like almost three hundred, but he's so slim. Like His he's frame just is just so weird to look at. You he see him next like to other people, like in street clothes. And doesn't even like make sense. Such a large the man. scale is un. You, you know can't that Lowe's commercial it. where they painting. The guy who is with him in that commercial is a regular size man. He's like five ten, regular size like he, me. He looks like he's but he foot. looks like he's a tiny toddler compared to Clay's Campbell. Because yeah, Clay's right. Campbell's that's just regular size, Brandon. <laughs> 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 regular size. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon was confused. Like, wait, dude, like, Brandon, you would be six foot five is not normal. You would look extremely tiny. <laughs> no offense, to you to Clay's Campbell. Clay's Campbell is, a is just a massive. Yeah, I mean, I'm six seven, but Campbell has the muscle for sure to make he's me just a look big like guy. a little bitch. And he, he he seems like he would be such a nice person. He's to so talk gentle. To. Such a gentle giant, yeah. but he's so cool. You know who was like that? I just was watching the show called um, B Reese. Mm. Um, like evil people or something like that. The Andre the Giant, the most scariest people. Hosted by Donnie Wahlberg. It's like a show on <laughs> HLN. Donnie. Something your mom would really probably okay. like to watch. And it's so funny, dude. Seeing Donnie Wahlberg host his show, he just goes, Welcome to Very Scary People. I'm Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> and like just the way he says it. I've got a restaurant. He always says like his name. Like every time it'll cut to him, like he, he gets three appearances per episode. Beginning, middle, and end. And he always goes, This is very scary people. I'm Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> And like whisper it, and you're like, God damn. So they had they did a profile on Ed Kemper. I don't know if you guys. Oh know yeah, Kemper. Mm-hmm. He was six eight. He was a co-ed killer, and everyone said he killed like 10, 10 women. So with an IQ higher Santa than Cruz, Einstein, I think they said. Or he has a one forty five IQ. To, yeah. Very smart man. Yeah. So same That's thing. Scary. Big dude looks just like Calais Campbell, but he's a white guy, and. Nicest guy. They always. Everyone said nicest guy ever. Dude, me. how charming he was, right? Just super nice yep. guy. Same thing with. Obviously, Clay's Campbell doesn't kill people. I'm just drawing a comparison to like Clay's Campbell. Looks like he would he would be a very scary person, but he is also very nice. I mean, I watched all of his, all the interviews, and he's a great individual for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's just amazing. Um, just the different types of people out there, man. Jeez, the human body and the extremes of the human body is amazing. I mean, even Roy Hibbert. He, I was watching. Oh a, my god, he had there was a like heart a, twice the size of a normal person. Yeah, there's like a Discovery Channel thing about anatomy yeah. and physiology, and he literally every organ in his body is um, under like gigant gigantism. So his heart's yeah. twice the size of humans. Jeez. Lungs, liver. I mean, you name it. Everything. We're talking Roy Hibbert, like the center for the Pacers. Oh, Roy yeah. Hibbert. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Hibbert. Yeah, dude, Roy Hibbert. He had a good three years. He was good, dude. He was good. Player. He was solid. And because would they have Paul George, Grant Hill. Um, who else was on the wing with him? George Hill, you mean? Danny Granger. George Hill. Danny Granger. Yep, Danny yep. Granger. That was a good team. That, that was, was a, a team that team, took bro. the Heat, that Heat championship team, both years to four to seven. I games. wanted them yep. to win it. So did I. I really did. Yeah. Dude, the Pacers. The Pacers had home, one, had and they have some faithful fans, dude. They because do. when we were younger, growing up in the nineties, they had some good teams, dude. They did, dude. Shout out like Reggie Miller, Sam Perkins. It took, Mark, a, it took a dominant, Arena. took a dominant yeah. Lakers the, team to beat that the Conseco Fieldhouse, I think they call it. Yeah, I don't know if it changed from Conseco Fieldhouse, but yeah, they have yeah. some faithful fans because yeah. they don't have a football team, right? Like a professional. No, they had the the Colts, yeah. I guess. Oh, but I will say this. So speaking of Reggie Miller, next year, Nick is turning thirty. Ew. We're having a thirty for thirty, thirtieth <laughs> birthday party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I came up with the idea, and it mine got nixed because of COVID. 
I turned 30, obviously. Um, yeah, you say that, but year. you really just didn't want to do it. And I'm, I'm more dedicated than him. COVID wouldn't let me have a party. And what's funny about us growing oh up God. is, like, Kyle, at least in our recent, like, adult history, um, graduation parties, like, Kristen was like, yeah, she kind of did it. We did a pretty cool, like, party at Whitney Oaks um, Country Club. Brought a band out, did some cool stuff, hung out a little bit. We weren't of age, though, so we were kind of, like, the life of the party, and we, like, yeah. were drinking sodas in the clubhouse. Like, this is kind of boring. Let's go home. So, um, no, but... For, to but wrap- what I was leading to is Kyle didn't really want to do it, so here I am, the last chance, the youngest child, the last this child. Is the 30. So you guys are the obviously invited. Last dance. When are, when are you guys' birthday? When's, when's your birthday? March 17th and March 18th. I'm, I'm the March 17th. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I'm 18th. So mm-hmm. Nick will be having... I'll be there too, obviously, because it's my birthday's the next day. But Nick will be having a thirty for thirty thirtieth birthday party, where you dress up as a thirty for thirty character. I don't know where we're having it, either here or at the Lincoln Town here. So it's either here or at the Lincoln Town. You guys here. will be here. Um, I don't and know this year, my birthday is Thursday. Your birthday is Friday. So so are we doing it on Friday or probably Thursday? Friday or Saturday? Or Saturday, whatever works. Yeah. Okay. So what are you going to be leading into it? You want to give it a preview? Or so I thought about it. I got a pretty strong stash, and I don't want to delete it for any short period of time. As much as I you do, should be Dale I Earnhardt. do lean on the fence of it a little bit. Ditka. I love it. Yes. Do they do one on him? Dude, the they have a, bears. If, yeah, I was sure. going to say the bears. Okay. So I get the shades, right, with the trench coat. Yeah, yeah. You, gr- you let the stash get it, get going. And then he had the uh, sweater vest, right? Yep. Yeah. And I it'd mean, be pretty distinguishable you know who to I'm know who I'm trying to be at that point. I'm going to be Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, I'm going to yes. be Ric Flair. Exactly. I'm going to get a blonde wig. I I'm told him to, he has to memorize dialogue too. You have to I'll give me at least dialogue. two or three good Ric Flair rants. Okay, you got it. One of my favorite Deal. ones is... Uh, it's your birthday present. I'm not buying you shit. It's not a present. You. That's just a part of your role. You chose that. <laughs> I'm going to be talking okay. about sausage. <laughs> All right, I'll buy bears. you something cool. Bears. The bears. Sausage. I'll buy you something cool then. I'll probably get That's you. That's a good last thing. year. Bulls. I got you some hunting. I got you a, your backpack. Bulls. I got you your backpack last Bears. year. Bears with the jacket. Ditka. So I'll get you. Um, <laughs> probably I'll stick with the hunting thing. Buckets. Get you a gun or something. I don't know. Sausage. Wow. Who okay. would you be? Who would you be for thirty for thirty? Ooh. Okay, so I'm gonna throw out two random ones. The two Escobars is probably my favorite mm-hmm. one. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Okay. And what so you, there was one Colombian dude that had like the long like yep. blonde hair i feel like had like a blonde afro but i would need to find like a nice yep. wig for that or the other one that i would think of is just simply the last dance and i mean wear that in jay jersey mm. it's too it's too easy it's you could do steve kerr though yeah you would make dude. a great does he not he has steve, steve kerr characteristics <laughs> oh my goodness dude. dude no that's you you're steve kerr I get it. It's been decided. You're going to be nothing and else then but Steve Kerr. the speech where he I'm totally shit on guy. Michael. He's like, yep. yeah, I guess I guess I'm, I got to save Michael's ass again. You know? yeah. I guess I got to no, no, save no. him again. That's so funny. You're not anything but Steve Kerr. You're Steve Kerr. Thank you. So what about you, B. Reese? <laughs> There's a few, right? So I'm a diehard Michigan fan. The Fab Five one is fantastic. Ooh, yeah. So Rich, Rich and I, up. your brother-in-law, could do a play on that. Easy. Um, I also really like the Ricky Williams one. So if I could somehow get a Ricky Williams jersey. The first scene is Dude. white tee, pants, cowboy boots, cowboy hat, guitar. Bro, so yeah. check this. <laughs> in, in that 30 for 30 documentary, he's hanging out. I don't know if I should name drop here. But I went to a certain local high school where there was a certain agricultural science teacher whose husband is featured in that 30 for 30. 
smoking some reefer with Ricky Williams play, hey. playing a little Madden. So <laughs> pretty fantastic, bro. And Ricky was a stud. So, but the Fab Five one, the Fab Five one jumps to top. It's Delaro. It's we pretty good. So, anywho, that that'd be a that's a really good, that's a that. really good party. Who should Ky- Kylie, my wife, would be? You know, it'd be funny if she's Cheryl Miller, just because Cheryl Miller's like six nine. <laughs> not five she feet. is she's six nine yeah okay she's a big dude. woman did Holy you ever hear about this story did you ever watch that 30 for 30 she's no. better than reggie dude and he admits it too he's watch, like dude, she'll be, watch she'll the 30 be for 30 me. they talk about so my dad also corroborated the story because this is around the time my, my dad's the same UCLA. Age. so cheryl miller and um and reggie used to go to venice beach where they have oh, the Jackson. famous ba- basketball courts it's it's what white men can't jump yes. is based yep. off Woody of Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, dude. So Cheryl and Reggie used to go there, and they used to pull up, and they'd be like, hey, you want to play me and my sister? And then they would laugh, like, your sister, you want to play your sister? And then they'd be like, let's bet money on it. So they'd put money out, and then <laughs> Cheryl would they run would the table. Up, they'd, they'd clean up. up every weekend, and they said that they'd have to shuffle. They'd have to – they did, like, a round. They couldn't go to the same court. They couldn't go to the same court. They used knew. to go to different cities and do the same thing because people would catch on. To the hustle. They used to Cheryl hustle again? People. Like, fuck that, bro. I'm not playing today. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl was, I would say, unarguably, I'm going to say it right now, unarguably the best women's basketball player of all time. She dropped 115 points in a women's high school basketball game. 115 points. That's not bad. It was funny because it was. It's in, you got to watch the documentary. So it's 30 for 30. So in the yeah. documentary, uh, Reggie used to go home, and he was like, one time he dropped, Reggie dropped 44 in a high school basketball game. He goes home, and he's like, Drop 44 in a high school At the dinner game. table, everyone's eating dinner. Everyone's eating dinner, and then no one says anything. And then he's like, Cheryl, how'd you do? And he's like, oh, you know, I did, I did pretty good today. You know, I did pretty good. And he's like, how much you dropped? He's like, oh, you know. 115 one time. 115. <laughs> and then Reggie, like, slammed down his fist. He's like, you dropped 115? He dropped 44. It was his career high in, in high school basketball. And Cheryl dropped 115. Yeah. Imagine growing up. That's why Reggie was so good. But no, watch that documentary. He even said in the driveway, he's like, she used to pick on me. She developed my basketball game. And yeah. I am as Cheryl good as was I good, am dude. Because, of hit, because of her. Yeah. That's an older was, sister. That's Cheryl awesome. Cheryl was good. Yeah. So again, hey guys, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, very, very good show. Appreciate you guys for coming on. Gleb, B. Reese, my brother, always uh, Gleb's figuring mom. out the show. Gleb's mom, uh, Natalia. Natalia. Thank yep. you. Um, we're calling Carol next week. Um, really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Again, if you guys want to talk to us, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at NYDP Show. Um, we will talk to you guys next week. Again, if you guys have anything you want to hear about or you have a beer recommendation that you want us to try, hit us up always. Um, we'll be at Knee Deep. I'm going to try and get out there next weekend. You'll probably be there, right? Next weekend. Let's know about your schedule. Be reasonable. Be stuff around. Take your type, dude. Take your little baby with you. It's family friendly. Oh, no, I've been in Indy quite a few times. Yeah. Of course, Gleb will be there. It's on Saturday? It'll be a Saturday. We could do Saturday. Saturday at 1 o'clock. Either day. Something like that. My brother will be there. Everybody will be there. Everybody. The whole fam. Bring your family. Come out. appreciate you guys again uh, tuning in we'll see you guys next week peace, peace.